This is Radio Connection Live, the podcast. And no, I am not Jamie. This is Denny, a.k.a. H Streets, the podcast editor. On the day of recording this particular disclaimer, and also editing the episode, it is Monday, May 2nd, and Preston has returned from his cruise, and I have been going through some very personal family issues. Both factors have caused such delays. For a good reason, Preston's phone was on airplane mode, so he couldn't really send me the episode from last week. And on my end, over the weekend, I actually had to take a bit of a break from a few things just in order to protect my own mental health. That's how extreme things were. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to slack off. In this episode, whenever Tim or Jamie or whoever says next week, keep in mind that they actually need this week, meaning that there will be another episode uploaded. But anyway, shameless plug, you can find me and my Christian slash instrumental music on all major music streaming platforms by looking up H-Streets. Now, take it away, John. So what do you get when you take a bunch of radio freaks, set them in front of live microphones, and let them talk about radio? Well, you get the coolest show about the radio on the radio. Broadcasting from RCO Plaza, this is Radio Connection Live, the podcast, where AM is analog, FM is king, and the smart speaker has taken the place of the terrestrial radio as the listening apparatus of choice. It's your show worldwide, and we want to hear from you. We're on Twitter at RCL the podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash radio connection live or email us at RCL the podcast at gmail.com. And now get ready to become involved in the very latest in broadcasting news, entertainment, and just plain fun. Here are the stars of our show, Preston, Tim, AJ, Ashley, Darnell, and put your hands together for our host, Mr. Jamie T. Thank you, John Warrior. Thank you, everybody, and welcome again to Radio Connection Live, the podcast, the show that encourages the ripping off of radio dials during um, uh, while listening to great radio stations. I am Jamie T., Tim's here. How you doing, Tim? I'm tired. <laughs> really? I'm very tired. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Well, 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 I'm not tired. And the reason why I can tell you that I'm not tired is because something exciting is going to be happening in my life on Thursday, April the twenty eighth. Okay, now, so I'll just tell you guys right now, the NFL draft is coming up on Thursday, April the 28th, and I'm going to be parked in front of the old AMF radio, listening to 620 WDAE, because they're going to have the draft from ESPN radio, but they're going to have local coverage for the first, for the first little bit of that. So we, so, th- so we can see who we're going to get to play on the Bucks. We already know we're keeping Brady. We already know that. But um, I don't know about I, – I haven't heard anything about uh, Rob Gronkowski yet. So AJ is in the newsroom. AJ. Yep. I'm right here. I'm uh, doing good. We got 
got a lot to get to today. There's, you know, there's its shootings. There's a 97X is going away on 97.1. Yeah, on there's, Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a lot going on. We certainly did. Preston is out this week. I think he said he's. I think he said he was going. He was going going on vacay this week. So, uh, so Preston is out this week, but that's okay. Tim and AJ and myself are going to be here, and we have a lot to get to this week in the world of broadcasting. We got radio news, obviously, and then we're t- and then we're going to hear KTOQ. Tim, Tim, tell us about this one. I don't know which one is that. Um, give me one second. I have to patch it. Pat, I, I'm at the patch things in here. Uh, okay. There's so much going on. I can't keep it straight in my head anymore. I just, you know. Well, I, well, like, well, 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 I can. That's why I'm here. That's I mean, why. I, I, that's you know. I mean, I do these files, and then I totally forget about them until uh, until we play them, and then even after we play them, I've forgotten about them. I have no idea what I actually send you oh, guys half the oh, time. Okay. All right. So. But all right. Of, so. So what? So what? So this is the. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The KWTO tour scope. Okay, yeah, that that was uh, watching the Weather Channel the other day, and they were doing some uh, tornado coverage. Uh, gosh, and I don't even remember where they are right now. I, Springfield, just, Missouri, right? Yeah, Springfield, Missouri, because, yeah, there was a lot of uh, tornado stuff going on, and uh, actually they did a pretty nice job with their uh, tornado coverage, so I figured, well, I'll catch them. that's that's uh, 98.7, right? Uh, probably. Probably. Yeah, that's yeah, they're soft rock now. The Dove. No, they're news. They're news talk. Mm. They must have it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're so talk we're gonna, so, Yeah, so we're gonna have that. Also, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about some. Uh, um, you know, we talk all the time about about radio's unsung heroes, and we don't and we always talk about talk about the DJs and the producers, things like that. But what about the technical unsung heroes? You know those little pieces of technology that makes radio at least at least doable. <laughs> We're going to talk about them. One of them just happens to be something that keeps your voice from popping on your microphone. Tim, Tim pop. Uh, yeah, Tim. Yeah, Tim, you're going to love that one. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Also, sitting here hasn't fallen oh, yeah. over yet like it likes to do. It has not fallen. Mm-hmm. Also, um, let's see. We're going. Um, um, I'm also today and today we're going to be going up to um washington dc and listen to some shooting coverage then let then later on we're, we're going to be going down to uh wtrp and listen to and listen to this one now tim said this is a horrible format and mostly the morning show so wtrp is the new one, the new one that, that, that they just launched uh, last week, uh, AJ. Oh, yeah, a classic country, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, I can't figure that one out. They've got so many translators and everything else going on there. They, they talk about all their translators and stations they've got and AM and FM, and I, 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 don't, know what they're, I don't know what they're doing. I don't think they know what they're doing. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's pretty... <laughs> It's pretty crappy. It's pretty <laughs> crappy. Yeah, yeah. And then we and and then I want to talk. 
Um, and then, and then I want to talk about, and this is some, um, and this is something that has been has been weighing on my mind for the last several weeks, and it has it has to do with ninety seven X. 97X has done a wonderful job of notifying listeners, hey, we're, gonna, we're, we're moving off this frequency and going, to the, and going to this new frequency. Why it's important for, why is that important for radio stations to tell, to tell listeners where they're going? And why some radio stations don't always let you know where they're going. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to put a nice big bow on today's show. And we're going up to Music City and listen to Brother John's voice. Again, have you guys noticed that I'd say about maybe 60 percent of the stations we we've aired this so far this year use John's voice. Maybe that's just me. We're, so so we're, we're we're going up to. I doubt Nashville. if it's that many. Okay, I'd but, say, okay. Uh, let me guess. One hundred three. One hundred three point three. Uh, nope. WHPY. Huh. Wait a minute. They they're not even country. Well, John. Well, John did say when he when he was here. That he, that he does do some stations that aren't country. Oh, I see. So that's that's what that, that's what that's what John told us when he was here. But huh. yeah, that right. sort of surprised me too uh, when I listened to that station that John was on it. I go, oh, that's interesting. It's it's not a country station. That's yeah, yeah. He also um he um he, he also does TV as well. But it's called it's called it's called hippie radio. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, guys. Yeah, which I think is a misnomer. They should have just, they should have called it Happy Radio. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, in back in the 60s, they had all the, the hippies, the hippie stuff going on. And I know. Was, I was, I am one. Okay. Yeah. Not telling me anything here. Not, yeah. No, I mean, if it's hippie radio, they ought to be a classic rock station. Okay. Yeah. Instead if it's. You know, instead of classic hits or whatever they whatever they're doing, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's classic hits with a few things thrown in that maybe you don't necessarily always hear on classic hit stations all the time. But it's, uh, uh, I mean, it's a, it's it's okay. But they should, I think, they should have changed the. I mean, the moniker for it should be uh, Happy Radio, because right. they play a lot of you know up tempo and happy songs. Uh, and the uh, and the call letters are W H P Y. If they're going to yeah. be hippie radio, I would expect them to be like a, you know a, a classic rock station or an underground rock station or hard rock, like mm-hmm. uh, what your ninety eight seven there and the shark is there. The shark, Georgia. yeah. In the yeah. Bay Area, I would expect them to be that if they're going to call themselves hippie radio. Not to be confused with San Francisco Bay. Yeah, or right. or um, or of course you also have the Rock of Daytona, which is also classic rock. Ugh. Uh, I would, I would, I would, I would gladly chuck that station out the window and into the Halifax River. Good place for it. Absolutely good place for it. suck. Yeah, but and I and I did they ever did they ever put that AM back on? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think they have. Oh, jeez. That's, that's a violation of the FCC. When is the FCC going to get around to doing their damn job? Yeah. Maybe, it, I, change, maybe I should change. Maybe I should add a topic. Things, things that the FCC should be doing. <sighs> yeah, like they don't. They that, that's that's a violation. It is. See, you're supposed to have. If you're going to have a translator. You have to have something to feed it. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Whether it's an HD sub channel or an AM station, you have right. to have that. And they don't have an HD sub channel. So, no. I mean, yeah. and, and you know what? When I was there, what was it? How long has it been since I was in Daytona? A couple of years now, I guess. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, they they were still they're off the air and they're still IDing with WROD AM thirteen forty in their well, legal maybe, ID. Maybe here's the thing. Maybe they're just a low. Maybe they're just running it on very low power. You just can't get it. Could be. Yeah. And but um but speaking of running things, I think it's I think it's time for us to run this. Now the big things you need to know. These are the big things you need to know, and I'm Jamie T. And <laughs> I'm laughing at Tim because the minute I hit the, the minute I the minute I push the button to get into to get into the news, you're like, "Ow, that kind of hurt." Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to remix that thing. I just haven't got around to it. Right. Right. So maybe. <laughs> all right here we go somebody guys. needs to send me a little round piece of paper okay and say well, here this is a round to it right now round. you now have a round to it and you can now get a round to it so yeah anyway it's uh, right I, every time i think about it it's it's usually too late to put it in the folder yeah and i gotta redo it I, right. gotta, I don't look right, forward to redoing it here we go, y'all. It's time for it's time for the news. Now, the big things you need to know. From the RCO Newsplex, I'm Jamie T, and these are the big things you need to know. Gotta give a shout out to the good folks in my home city of Tampa, Florida. 97X, we now know, is switching off their classic rock or their alt-rock format on Wednesday afternoon at noon Eastern. And of course as customary on this program, we'll bring it to you as it happens. But they've done a really good job over the last several, over, over, over the last several weeks, notifying listeners, hey, we're moving off of 97.1 up to 97.5. And if you can't get us on there, then it's either going to be 94.9 HD2 or 101.5 HD2. But you can, but um, another way to get it, of course, is going to be streaming. You can find out how to find them on their new on their new uh, homes, I should say, at 97xonline.com. They've done a wonderful job. AJ, have you heard it yet? They've done a good job at notifying listeners. Hey, we're switching off Wednesday at noon, and here's where you'll find us. And they actually have, they actually have how-to videos on how to on how to find them if you can't get 97.5, which I can't because 97 country. Is on top. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, do we have examples of that? Um, I I had recorded it, but basically, but um, but uh, but um, I I can. Let me see. I might be able to. Of course, you you like to listen to alternative rock for 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 a couple minutes, but I can probably. Oh boy! I, yeah, I can probably uh, patch something in for. To kind of give you, get to kind of give you an example, but um, and folks, by the way, this is this is this is live radio as it happens. Just okay, grab stuff you know before they do it, and we'll feature it all next week, and then we'll have 
And if you can record it at, uh, you know, from 1130 to noon or something, make an ear Yeah, I can. I can. I can. The final, I, um, um, yeah, their, yeah. Their final time on that frequency would be interesting. Yeah, yeah I can. I can. Um, I can record it off air, actually. I can. I yeah, can that's what I'm stuff. thinking. Do it off. Do it off air. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, you yeah, got folks, your so, chance. Yeah, folks. So, so, what, so what's going to happen is um, we'll, um, we don't have any examples of it, the, of, of it for you guys to hear this week. But what I will tell you is, next week on RCL, we're by that time by, the, by, the, by that time next week we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some um some audio of it. Of it. In fact, I'll record it tonight after uh, after the show is over here. I'll record some tonight, and Tim, I'll send it up to you. And then I'm all, and then uh, on Wednesday, I'll, um, on Wednesday, I'll record the final uh, maybe half hour of them being at ninety seven point one, and also maybe even maybe I'll I'll even record the cutover. I, I hope they don't do closing time for like 20, 20 minutes straight or whatever. I hope they don't either. I really, <clears throat> I really mm -hmm. hope they don't. So, but, but definitely folks, it's going to be, it's going to be, going to be an, an interesting day on Wednesday as we, as 97 X says, says goodbye to its longtime home at 97.1. Okay. And they're going to go Spanish, right? Yeah. They're going to go. Yeah. They're, they're either going to, okay. Here's what I think they're, they're going to do. They're probably going to go Spanish. They, they probably they probably won't go Spanish right away because if you remember what happened with ninety five point three, right. they they AJ are they st are they still running in Spanish mode or or, or in talk mode at ninety five three? Um, I don't know because I can't get them here. Okay. Yeah, I've been looking for them. They haven't come in here very well either, so I haven't yeah, been able to tell you. But the last yeah. time I did listen to them, which was a few days back, uh, back last week, sometime they were still running uh, DBO. Okay, so okay, so they probably have, so they'll probably someone cast one hundred two five the bone for for a couple of weeks or something like that, and then then they'll begin airing programming of that of the new owners. So well, weren't they running? Weren't they running it on one hundred two five <clears throat> HD whatever HD two? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were running it on the bone H. So they're gonna have what three HD two? Actually, no channels. <laughs> The one or two, okay, okay. So the one or two five eight, eight um, HD two was actually taken down. Okay. Um, well, what so do they got the, on there now? Uh, nothing. There's there's no there's no there's no one or two point five eight HD two anymore. Oh, that's bizarre. I've never heard of that happening before. That's a, I mean, isn't that a transmitted transmitted carryover? Hello, I told you I'm <laughs> tired. Transmitted carrier signal. What is one or two point five HD two? Right. Well, okay. Here's the thing: stations have the option to have different feeds on the same channel, on the same frequency. They're not required to have something on, like for example, one one point five went three or four years before reactivating their HD two again. Yeah. So, it's well, radio connection put on there. Well, I don't know yet. It's uh, but um, one one point five HD two is is gonna be is, is currently broadcasting ninety seven X's programming and that and um and, and it'll stay like that and ninety four point nine HD two. It's mostly for those like me who have a hard time picking up the signal because I can't get ninety seven point five for ninety seven X down here because PCV's in the way. Okay, and Tim, you know that full powered stations take priority and precedence over translators. Yeah, well, especially with that signal. I mean, that's that, yeah. that 
PCV signal is like huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it gets in here all the way up here sometimes. So yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, um, it gets into Daytona, it gets into Orlando, and and it definitely you know, serves most uh, most of the Tampa Bay market. Although it doesn't sell to the Tampa Bay market, which I've always thought is a big mistake. Yeah. But, um, yeah. All right, AJ. Um, all right, AJ. What else do you have? What else do you have for us over there? Looks like um, Duluth, Minnesota got um, gets hot. Ninety-eight point one as uh, that that former sports talk uh, format at nine seventy uh, is now a top forty station. They're calling it hot ninety-eight point one. This is the first time they've had a, a real mainstream top forty station since KDWZ became classic country back in. 2015 as the Duke. Not 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 to be confused with KDWB, which is it, which is which is located in Minneapolis in Minneapolis in Minneapolis. Yep. This KD this was KDWZ, of course. They're now I think KDKE, I think they're calling it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so Minneapolis so uh um so uh, Duluth now has a top 40 station. Yep. And AJ, looks like uh, WTRP made a format change. Did, did yeah. they not? And we're, we're going to have the station come up here, here in a little while. Yeah, they're now a classic country station. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we're going to hear... Uh, what, we're were hear what were they? What were they? Hold on, let me... Let me... Let me pull this. Me I pull think this there, were cla- there were classic hits, AJ. There were classic hits. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, they were, but now, now it's, of course. So hard. how many stations do they have, for heaven's sakes? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, in this air check, it sounds like they've got t- translators and AMs and LPs and everything else. I mean, I, I'm just wondering how many stations really... How many frequencies are they on? And, well, I and why? I, 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 have an, I have an idea. During the air check off air, we can count when they when they do an ID, we can count how many stations they have. I don't think I got an ID from them. Okay. Well we'll see. Well we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what we have. Yeah, um, they, do, they do talk about it in the in the air check itself. So I'm not sure whether I got I don't I don't think I actually got an ID of them. And even if I did, it wouldn't make any difference. I mean, uh, you know, especially if it's if it's not time to ID their translators, right? Because you know that would have to be like one o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm doing the morning show, so mm-hmm. certain I you know certain IDs only run at certain times. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, AJ. Uh, okay. We got. We actually got a few more. Uh, okay. So get this. Um, this guy, oh my God, this, this is crazy. This guy, um, who posed, this guy who posed as, uh, you know who, uh, Don Geronimo is, right? Yeah. This guy, uh, posed as, uh, Don Geronimo and raped a, 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 a girl back in the eighties. They, he raped this girl back in the eighties. They just Class. arrested him this year, and his oh, name wow. is William Clark. Oh wow! 
Yeah, and, and, and I was looking at that, and I was going, okay, that's weird. But this this guy this guy this guy posed as the the legendary DJ uh, Don Geronimo. I thought that was I thought that was I thought that was really weird. Mm-hmm. So check this out, guys. In other news, Sirius X, seriously bad XM has launched an additional Christian formatted radio station called Holy Culture Radio on channel one fifty four. This one is Christian hip hop. Yeah, this used to be a Latin um, station called, forgot what it was, but they dropped a Latin format years ago. It was maybe a, a, a Spanish talk, maybe. Um, and I haven't been really running much on there, except mm-hmm. a few uh, spots saying, uh, Braid off or now, Sirius XM. Um, but now they are... Uh, Holy Culture Radio, as you said, cl- uh, Christian hip hop. They got uh, mixed shows. They've got like classic, like old school stuff. It's, it's really it's something I haven't checked out yet. And I hope hope one day I might I might get the chance to, but I don't know yet. I have to wait and see. Yeah. But right, All right. <clears throat> All right. Do you have that? Uh, do you still have that Z air check I sent you from uh, Leesburg? Uh, I think I might still have it. Why do you ask? Well, because we've never we've never featured it. We've never actually featured that format uh, on the show. Which and one? Z, which one? The the Z eight point three. Yeah. Which one? You mean the one where they uh, the hot the hot um, hot one zero three five. In Leesburg hot, that I recorded for you. You mean Hot ninety nine five? I don't think I have it anymore. Hot no, Hot one hundred three five. It was the 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 Z's version of Christian hip hop. Oh yeah 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 yeah. On that translator. Yeah, um, I um, I gotta find it. Um, because we never featured that. That would be something we might you might want to feature. Yeah. Um, have to cut I'll it up, but see, I, um, I, I, I'll have to look and see if I still have it. I have to go back. Believe it or not, for old 250 uh, watt translator, they actually skip in here from time to time. Um, yeah, they do. Yeah, if, they do. They if uh, if you remember when we did our um, dare to compare dead air <laughs> thing that we did, uh-huh. that was part of that. The uh, uh-huh. the hot 103.5 um, Christian hip hop station uh, that they run. And there's nothing on it. I mean, there's no commercials or anything like that on it. It's they just, got DJs. Of course great. they're not. It's not Music. commercial. Yeah, they got DJs and they have imaging and, you know, weather reports and traffic reports and stuff like that. And Ellis is actually on that station. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they did anything other than just music. There's what also, I heard was just music there's also, sweepers. There's also The Rock. There's also one called The Rock. Um there's one called that's G-3. not a bad little station believe it or not it's actually orlando's yeah. best rock station <laughs> if you ask me <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah it's a positive it's called orlando's positive rock alternative then there's g praise then there's um z rewind which is uh kind of like Z-Wine. A Z-Wine. yeah this it's kind of like a classic version of z88.3 then there's uh z christmas then there, which I don't know why they're running that. That's and then there's Z Praise. Those are the seven that they 
Kirk, you mean, uh, you, mean uh, you mean living? You mean, you mean living worship? Yeah. You also have living you, worship. You, you also have La Seta, which yeah, La, which, 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 which a friend of mine likes. Yeah, and then of course you have Main Z. So they have eight different Christian formats. Yeah, and they're thinking about expanding. Oh no, to what? Yeah, you know what? There, I was thinking, what if they added a um, what is it called? A uh, Southern Gospel format. There you they go. They don't have that yet. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, or they could yeah, do like Southern a um, gospel format. Yeah, 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 yeah. They could do that. They could do. That Southern might gospel. actually be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Z Z <clears throat> Southern Gospel. You know, Moody you Radio has that. They have uh, they have Moody Praise. They have Moody um, Proclaim. They have uh, Moody, and uh, it's called Radio Moody, Spanish. And they've got Moody Southern Gospel, and they've got Moody Urban Ur- Urban something. I don't know what the Urban Praise. Urban Praise. Yeah, I, I tend to Moody. avoid those uh, Moody stations. Yeah. They always put me in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah, they make you they, they make you moody. Indeed, <laughs> they really do. They put me in a bad called... mood every time I go across them. Yeah, then there's Moody uh, Majesty. I don't know what that really is. I haven't really heard much about it, but I it's it's that's it's there. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Thank you, AJ. We got more news. Well, we don't forget. We've got we've got we got one more. Okay. Um, you know, um, you know, Sid Mark was right. Nope. Sid Mark, uh, the the former. Oh, of course, uh, the sounds of Sinatra. Yeah, we at RCL are sad to report that Sid Mark. The longtime uh, host of the Sounds of Sinatra and a few Sinatra-oriented shows on WPHT um, in Philadelphia, which is a talk station, uh, died last week at the age of 88. He he had been suffering, I guess, a, 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 some kind of an illness or something. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, he succumbed to his injuries or his his his. Uh, to to that last week at the age of 88 we 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 know that he ran the sounds of sinatra did you know he also ran a, an hour-long special on uh talk radio 1210 in, in on sundays called sunday sunday sinatra something i don't know what it was mm-hmm. called but it's sunday morning sinatra i think it was Oh yeah, and and WWGN Radio also had a Sinatra type show too. Yeah, but um, he was he was he spent many 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 years running that Sounds of Sinatra. You probably have heard um some of his stuff when he was on there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he was he was a legend, and he will be missed. Mm-hmm. But- All right, thank. Yeah. By the way, did you guys catch uh, John's show uh, yesterday? I caught part of it. Yeah, that was interesting. He did a whole uh, show on Dick Barkley. Oh yeah, Dick. Dick had several shows. Uh, I think bunches of them. Yeah, really, Dick bunches Barkley. of great oldie show. Yeah, shows. yeah. I think I, I think I think one was called Rock Roll and Remember, some of that. He did well, no yeah, Rock I, Roll. Rock Roll and Remember, I think, was Dick Clark, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, he had several. And it's funny because I always, I always somehow associated those two, uh, uh, Dick, the you know, the two dicks of the oldies set. <laughs> Dick Clark, Dick Clark. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
Dick Clark, Dick Clark was also a fill-in host on uh, American Top 40. But uh, nobody filled in more times than Charlie Van Dyke. Charlie Van Dyke filled in a record setting 31 times. For and actually, the, the two of them actually did shows together at oh, yeah? some point. American yeah, Top so. 40 recently celebrated 50 years. Hmm. I can't believe that. I, I, I seriously cannot believe that they cannot believe that, they, uh, that they've been around, around for that long. Yeah, I know. Oh, they've been, they started, they started. I've been around for that long. <laughs> yeah. They started. <laughs> They started in 1970. You can't seriously TV. believe I've been around for that long. Well, neither can I. Yeah. yeah. But 1840 began on the 4th of July, 1970. With uh, Casey Kasem. Should be interesting. Yep. Yep. I wonder I wonder what kind of an anniversary thing they'll do on the 4th. We need to keep an ear out to they, that. They did that. That was 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, can... that was 2020. Yeah. They... Oh man, it was that was I cannot believe they've been around that long. I can't, I can't either. Exactly. Country, uh, American, what was what 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 became country top 40 has been around for close to 50 years, too. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm and they're still believe- using Bob Kingsley. I mean, they're still <laughs> using his name in the you know, in the show sometimes. I've, I've in the new, was- yeah. I was tuning yeah. around there and uh, and heard one of the breaks this weekend, and they they were talking about Bob Kingsley, and I'm going, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they they used to they used to do they used to do these things on the show called Kingsley Classic Moments. Whatever. I think, like, yeah, I think that's what I was talking about. I think that's what I was. But talking sadly, about. you don't really hear anything ha- ha- having to do with Bob anymore. I figured they would have like you know ran like a, uh, you know they used to have a show called ACC Rewind that had that played a lot of Bob's old shows. Yeah, so they and they also the ACC rewinds. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what these ACC rewinds, they would actually give you stations um, that would be uh, back then that would have probably run that AC uh, American Country Countdown thing. Do you remember back in like the two thousands when they did that? Oh, I remember back in the eighties when they sent the American Country Countdown on vinyl. Yep, on and vinyl, it- on vinyl, on vinyl. <laughs> On vinyl, <laughs> yeah, got stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, and more and more times than than, than any. The record stuck. The record stuck. The record stuck. The record stuck. Either oh, either the record back to that that takes me back to 2014 or 2016, 2016 2017 when the the, the do you remember the whole Nash Icon HD two thing happened in Detroit? Oh yeah. It sounded like a broken down cassette tape, and they yeah. were no, and they were in no hurry to fix it. Yeah, until like two days later. Yeah, that shows how much they give a crap about about, about their HD sub channels. <laughs> oh Lord, thanks AJ. We got um. Don't forget, guys. We got more news on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio Connection Live, and on Twitter at RCL the Podcast. And of course, if you guys have radio news that you want to impart to us, just send an email to RCL the podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, we're our, we're 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 here on Zoom Wednesday nights at eight o'clock, seven central. Don't miss it. The radio connection line. A young cowboy named Billy Joe grew restless on the farm. Wanderlust who really meant no harm. He changed his clothes and shined his boots and combed his dark hair down.
his mother cried as he walked out don't take your guns to town son leave your guns at home bill don't take your guns to town he laughed and kissed his mom and said you're billy joe's a man I can shoot as quick and straight as anybody can But I wouldn't shoot without a cause I'd gun nobody down But she cried again as he rolled away Don't take your guns to town, son Leave your guns at home, Bill Don't take your guns to town Sang a song as on he rode, his guns hung at his hips. He rode into a cattle town, a smile upon his lips. He stopped and walked into a bar and laid his money down. But his mother's words echoed again. Don't take your guns to town, son. Leave your guns at home, Bill. Don't Take your guns to town He drank his first strong liquor then To calm his shaking hand And tried to tell himself at last He had become a man A dusty cowpoke at his side Began to laugh him down And he heard again his mother's words Don't Take your guns to town, son. Leave your guns at home, Bill. Don't take your guns to town. Bill with rage, then Billy Joe reached for his gun to draw. But the stranger drew his gun and fired before he even saw. As Billy Joe fell to the floor, the crowd all gathered round. Wondered at his final words Don't take your guns to town, son Leave your guns at home, Bill Don't take your guns to town Do not blame me for that. Do not blame me for that. That was so totally Heather that was her suggestion, guys. <sighs> Not mine. And I said, I don't want to play it. That's such a down song. And she said, well, you're going to play the shooting thing, aren't you? And I said, yeah, well, we got to play that. So not my... Not not my idea, but uh, let's go into the T.O.P. shooting thing at this point. And... Uh, See how a really well done news department handles a, a major shooting event. And what really annoyed me most about this was the fact that I've got this on the computer listening to it. And I'm flipping back and forth between CNN and Fox. And they're not even covering the darn thing. They said nothing about it during the five o'clock hour, during the six o'clock hour. There, there was just nothing. There was no coverage. They gave it absolutely zero zilch, not a 
coverage. And it made me really miss the days of CNN headline news. Oh, yeah. Because CNN headline news would have been all over something like this. And I don't understand why they dropped HLN. I, I've, I've been upset about that ever since they did it. Because I thought HLN was, a, was something that was just absolutely a, a wonderful thing uh, for us to have. HLN is still around. It's just now mostly like true crime stuff now. I know. What's the, what's the sense in that? What, yeah, I mean, nothing, I mean why, really. do they call it, why do they call it HLN? I mean, they still, they still use the moniker HLN. But, I mean, they don't news. They, they, like, they, they don't do any like, news. They should call it like True Crime Network or something like that. There's, a, there's a, uh, AJ. There's, a, there's already a True Crime uh, Network, and, yeah. and we're gonna and we're uh-huh. gonna and we're and we're gonna and we're gonna hear w, uh, WTOP in just a few minutes. But first, we're talking about shooting and guns. Maybe we gotta do some. Maybe, maybe we gotta do some of this. A DPI hit for you, uh, uh, um, right here. Beer from our horses. Toby Keith, Willie Nelson is on RCL. I have no idea why we're doing this. I don't think you patched it. No, I didn't patch it. We are hearing dead air. Let's go to the T.O.P. thing because it relates to what we're doing and that doesn't. That's actually a good, you know, I think, I think Heather, I think Heather didn't want me to play that song. I really, yeah, well, I didn't want you to play it either. So anyway, it didn't make any sense. Did not relate, did not relate to our topic. We were relating to our topic. And I set you up perfectly to go into the T.O.P. thing and look at what you did. Look, look, at, look at this. this, this well, is, well, well, and, 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 and other things. These and junior other- producers, man, they just don't know what they're doing. I mean, you know, I don't know where we get these producers from. I really don't. <laughs> but, well, well, so so Heather, Heather's like, nope, you are not playing this today. <laughs> so, thank you, Heather. All right, so so this is a good, you know, you know, T.O.P. is a good example of what happens when you have a great news department, a great news department and a breaking news story. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they which, are just which, all over this, and, which is uh, why, which is I want to thank I want to thank A.J. for turning Jamie onto this, who turned me onto this. J- uh, A.J. told uh, Jamie that this was happening. And then uh, Jamie called me and said, here, get this on tape. So I immediately started recording it. And um, oh, yeah. this air oh. check runs about tw- a little over 20 minutes. And um, it's going to go from Friday afternoon when I first uh, started finding out about the story straight all the way through to the uh, conclusion of the story uh, the next day on Saturday morning at uh, seven o'clock. So you'll get to hear basically uh, what happened uh, the whole the whole nine the whole nine yards, as it were. Yep, yep, and yeah, um, yep, yep, and we're gonna talk about st- and we're gonna talk about how WTMP may influence future news ta- uh, stations to go to, to handle handle this format. But but what WTMP does something that a lot of uh, stations across the country, especially talk stations, don't do. We're going to talk about that. But in the meantime, let's listen to some great news as only WTLP can bring it right here on Radio Connection Live, the podcast. And thank you, Heather. Good afternoon. I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. The top story we're following for you is the breaking news of at least three people have been shot in a busy area of D.C.'s Van Ness neighborhood. Let's go live to the scene now. WTOP's Liz Anderson. 
Well, Sean, now the FBI and Homeland Security are on the scene here. When I say this scene is active, it's ever-changing. Things changing rapidly. But so far, here's what we know. Three people have been shot, a man, a woman, and a girl. And we've learned that a bullet actually grazed the girl. Um, since the last time we've spoken, another two or so groups of evacuees have come out of the Ava Apartments, which are just off of off of the corner of Connecticut and Van Ness. Another two groups of evacuees running out. It appears there are about a dozen or so people in each group, escorted by police, of course. And so far, uh, I've seen people in tactical gear. It appears uh, those are from the MPD. And recently, uh, in the past 15 or so minutes, people from the FBI. We have the FBI that's also on the scene, and it looks like they have a couple of armored trucks here. Now, um, they walked one person away. That's what we saw earlier. Um, we're still wanting to know uh, why that person was walked out in handcuffs. It appeared to be a man who was walked out in handcuffs. This was maybe about an hour or so ago. And the, so far, the scene is, I don't want to call it static, because right now I'm seeing another group of officers in tactical gear. It looks like they're approaching the apartment building again. Actually, no, they're not approaching the apartment building. It looks like they're lining up outside of uh, of a truck here. But we also have three three ambulances that are on the scene. I'm not sure if this is good news or bad news, what type of news this is. But so far, no one has been loaded into those ambulances. And the EMTs are waiting there. So far, no activity, no one being uh, brought out and loaded into the ambulances. And it looks like another group of MPD officers are headed toward the building. I'm not, I don't want to speculate what they're going to do. Maybe they're going to evacuate more people, but that's what we're seeing right now. Uh, reporting live at the corner of Connecticut and Van Ness, Liz Anderson, WTOP News. All right, let's go live to the scene now. And uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser is there with uh, DC police. Let's see if we can pick up what's going on uh, at that scene. And uh, we're... I, I don't have information on that at this time to, uh, to give it. At this point, we do not have any suspects in custody. We're interviewing several witnesses. Uh, as, as would naturally happen during an incident like this, several individuals ran from the area. So we did stop several individuals to conduct uh, witness investigations with them. But that, that's what is, uh, I think, being reported as suspects. Those people were interviewing from the scene. That was weird. It just kicked. It just kicked somebody off. To Jamie. Okay. Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. Sorry about that, folks. You're listening to live coverage from WTOP as they are covering the shooting in Washington, D.C. Right here on Radio Connection Live. Having, having, we're, uh, uh, we're battling some, having a little bit of audio trouble. I hit the wrong uh, uh, button on, um, on, on the machine, on our, on our machine here. We will, we will return to this in just a couple of seconds. Again, you're hearing live coverage straight as literally as it happened from the good folks at WTOP as they were covering the 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 sh the shooting in 
uh, with Jamie, Preston, Tim. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. With Jamie, Tim, and AJ, Preston is uh, Preston's off this week. So we are. I've just gotten word that our audio problem has been fixed. So let's go ahead and rejoin WTOP, and we're going to back up the tape. Uh, we're going to back the tape up just a little bit, and we will be able to let you guys hear again what happened in D.C. with the shooting. So, again, WTOP, Radio Connection Live. It looks like they're lining up outside of, uh, of a truck here, but we also have three three ambulances that are on the scene. I'm not sure if this is good news or bad news, what type of news this is, but so far no one has been loaded into those ambulances and the EMTs are waiting there. So far, no activity, no one being uh, brought out and loaded into the ambulances. And it looks like another group of MPD officers are headed toward the building. I'm not, I don't want to speculate what they're going to do. Maybe they're going to evacuate more people, but that's what we're seeing right now. Uh, reporting live at the corner of Connecticut and Van Ness, Liz Anderson, WTOP News. All right, let's go live to the scene now. And uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser is there with uh, D.C. police. Let's see if we can pick up what's going on uh, at that scene. And uh, we're... I, I don't have information on that at this time to, uh, to give it. At this point, we do not have any suspects in custody. We're interviewing several witnesses. Uh, as, as would naturally happen during an incident like this, several individuals ran from the area. So we did stop several individuals to conduct uh, witness investigations with them. But that, that's what is, uh, I think, being reported as suspects. Those are the people we're interviewing from the scene. Uh, as we conduct our investigation, they, if they are not linked to the uh, incident, yes, they will be released. That is still to be determined at this time, but no members of the no members of the Metropolitan Police Department that responded or of our partner agencies that responded have been injured during the course of this incident. Uh, there, there is information out there on social media. However, we have not been able to authenticate that at this time to determine whether that is even related to our incident. I'm sorry. Members from our law enforcement agency and partners that were on the scene here have been injured as a result. That is still to be determined. They're in the hospital being treated right now at this time. We are still trying to determine that. I'm sorry? Is what related? I'm sorry. Oh, the victims? Uh, that we are still trying to determine as well at this time. As I said, this investigation is still very much in its early stages. Well, I would say based upon the calls that we got and the information and the, the fluid nature of this investigation, an appropriate response came to this area to make sure that we, we blocked down the neighborhood, make sure that the folks up here are, are safe and sheltering. And we're continuing to do a very thorough search. As you know, some of these buildings are very large. They're, they've taken some time for us to go through, especially based on the information that we have at the beginning of this investigation. Yes. So, uh, again, to recap, at about 3.20, members of the Metropolitan Police Department responded to the area of Van Ness in Connecticut in regards to the sounds of gunshots, where we located three shooting victims, uh, two adults who are in critical but stable condition at our area hospitals, 
and a third, which was a juvenile who is uh, stable with a minor gunshot wound, also being treated at an area hospital. Uh, we do not know any relationships at this point between any of these three. Uh, we are currently continuing to search the area, and we have it locked down at this point as we're looking for any suspect or suspects. Uh, we do not have a motive at this time. We do not know the full details of what took place, but we continue to ask the public to just steer clear of the area as we continue to investigate. Okay, you've just been listening to a news conference, uh, the Deputy Police Chief for D.C. and Mayor Muriel Bowser on the situation. Van Ness in Connecticut, three people shot, two adults, one child. The two adults are in critical condition, and uh, Hillary, it's been quite the scene there. It really has been. Um, the Assistant Chief was talking about why they detained some people early on. They were trying to determine if they were just witnesses or people who were there or whether or not they were suspects. Every, every one of those people has been released. This happened about 3.20 this afternoon when witnesses report hearing a series of rounds of gunfire. Uh, it was near UDC and the Edmund Burke School there on Connecticut Avenue. The chief said they are pulling surveillance video from around the area and they are going door to door in several buildings to get people out of there and make sure that, you know, there's not a suspect hold up inside. So it's still a very active scene. They don't know whether or not a suspect is still on site or not, but they are looking. And Sean, you know, he talked about this this potpourri of uh, law enforcement. There's Park Police, there's Secret Service, there's UDC Police, ATF, the FBI, Homeland Security. So if people are have not been watching this, you can just draw up a picture in your mind and consider clogged Connecticut Avenue and Van Ness just filled with law enforcement vehicles and ambulances and armored cars with helicopters flying overhead. That's right. Speaking of clogged Connecticut Avenue, let's go to the WTOP Traffic Center. We know we're late, but Dave Dildine has the latest. Several blocks of Connecticut Avenue Northwest remain closed north of Porter Street in Cleveland Park and south of Yuma Street near Van Ness for that police response, the shelter-in-place order, and the evacuations from apartments. Tilden Street and Van Ness Street are also closed on both sides of Connecticut to both foot and car traffic. Traffic on the residential streets nearby is heavy and constricted. 34th Street and Reno Road have taken the brunt of the bailout. The list of Friday traffic crashes elsewhere includes Beltway, Interloop, New Hampshire, right side, Annapolis, 50, westbound, past Jennifer Road, right side, Baltimore, Washington Parkway near Goddard, cleared. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, keep it here on WTOP. We will continue bringing you the latest from Connecticut Avenue and Van Ness as this manhunt continues. Uh, so stick around. It's 545. Spring's biggest appliance savings event is here. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Brianna Berman-Solo. 75 degrees. At 559. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. I'm Hillary Howard. I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. Three people shot in Northwest Washington. A man, a woman, and a girl. Police still are looking for the shooter. They're asking people in the area of Connecticut and Van Ness to shelter in place. We'll have live reports from the scene. Traffic in the area stopped. Keep it here on WTOP to find out how to get around it. Also today, the Dow falls almost 1,000 points. New skepticism related to the effort to lure the commanders to Virginia. I'm Nick Ainelli. Virginia's attorney general drops the case against two police officers in the death of a Fairfax County motorist. And the Nats play the Giants tonight. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. 
I'm Stacy Lynn in Washington. Witnesses say they heard more than a dozen gunshots in northwest D.C., near the University of D.C., Van Ness Metro Station, and several embassies. Assistant Police Chief Stuart Emmerman. We located three shooting victims, uh, two adults who are in critical but stable condition at our area hospitals, and a third, which was a juvenile who is uh, stable with a minor gunshot wound. He calls this an active threat situation. No suspect is in custody yet. And we do not have a motive at this time. We do not know the full details of what took place, but we continue to ask the public to just steer clear of the area. Again, at least three people were shot. That was the closing bell on Wall Street today on a not so stellar day for the markets. Breaking news on WTOP. No motive, no suspect, but a massive law enforcement search for both. Our breaking news tonight is about three people who've been shot in Northwest near UDC. Our team coverage begins with WTOP's Shana Astulin. Shana? Hillary, this is still a very active scene, as you said. There's a huge police presence here, local police, federal investigators. Police say they are searching some buildings door-to-door looking for a suspect or suspects. They have nobody in custody right now, no motive either. It's really early on in the investigation. What they can tell us is that officers got here around 3.20 this afternoon to Van Ness in Connecticut after being called about gunshots. They found three people there hurt. From those gunshots, two adults, one child, all are expected to make it. All are in the hospital right now. This happened right next to Edmund Burke, the school. That school is still under lockdown. Parents are asked not to come here to get their kids. There will be a reunification location at some point. We'll let you know when we know those details. Mayor Bowser is asking residents to in this area to listen to police, shelter in place until it can be safely reopened. And we're going to be following this for you throughout the afternoon. Hillary? Okay, thanks, Shana. Let's go live now to WTOP's Liz Anderson. She is near the shooting scene where there is all kind of police on the scene still looking for the shooter. Liz, describe what you're seeing right now. Well, what I'm seeing right now is it appears that there is some sort of other disturbances going on up the street from from the shooting scene. I have no idea what that's about. I'm going to check it out as soon as I get the indication that it's safe to do so but i have been talking to people out here and one parent who is the parent of a student of at edmund, edmund burke at the edmund burke school she's been out here since about 4 15 just waiting to get her son she found out about that there was something going wrong when her son sent her a text message and said hey we heard all these bullets and she was saying that her son heard what what went on heard all the gunfire and is she's very concerned so she's been out here since about 4 15 or so waiting to get her son and as you heard earlier that uh, police are encouraging people to shelter in place but there's still a pretty decent presence of folks not all news media there of course there's a sizable news media presence out here but there are also others who are out here people who live in the area people who are out walking dogs and can't get back home people who had lunch with friends and can't get back to their homes and at this point Helicopters flying overhead, people curious what's going on and just wondering when they can get back home.
You know, Liz, when we, live, Liz Anderson, WTOP News. when we spoke to you a while ago, we had uh, there was video we had all seen of a man who was being taken away. It turns out that there were a number of people who were briefly detained because when this happened, they were seen running, as people might do after they hear gunshots. Yes. All of them were checked out. All of them are fine. Nobody has been taken into custody. Correct. Correct. That's what we're hearing. So the person that we saw who was in the in the handcuffs, that person has been released. And that's our understanding. Liz, thank you so much. And police really want to hear from you. If you were around Van Ness and UDC and the Edmund Burke School at about 320 this afternoon, uh, they would like you to call them. The number, give you a second if you need a pen, 202 727-9099. You can also text police any sort of photos you have or any information. Text it to 50411. Sean? Um, Hillary, we also have this other breaking story this afternoon. Virginia Attorney General Jason Meares is now dropping the state's federal appeal in the manslaughter case against two U.S. Park police officers. We are continuing to follow the breaking news out of the Van Ness neighborhood in northwest D.C. Police still asking people to shelter in place after three people were shot pretty close to three hours ago. Assistant Police Chief Stuart Emmerman said this just a, uh, just a little while ago. The officers located three individuals who were suffering from gunshot wounds. All three individuals have been taken to area hospitals where they are currently being treated. Two of the individuals are adults and are considered in stable condition based on their uh, their injuries. The third victim is a juvenile, and that juvenile is also in stable condition with a minor gunshot wound. Uh, at this time, our units are currently in the area of Connecticut and Van Ness conducting a search. And that search includes several buildings right in that area. Uh, the police are going in. They're evacuating people from that building. And there has been one building, particularly a focal point of the investigation. It's the Ava Van Ness right there on Van Ness and Connecticut Street, the 2900 block of Van Ness Street, in fact. FBI tactical teams are on the scene. Keep it here at WTOP. We will pass on every bit of information as we get it. Check it out at cabinetdiscounters.com. This is WTOP, today's top news, traffic and weather, 24-7, 365. The WTOP producer's desk is wired by IBEW Local 26, now recruiting experienced electricians to join their ranks. Good evening, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Mike Jakaitis is our producer. Our top stories, the breaking news of the afternoon. A dramatic search is on for a gunman after three people were shot in Northwest D.C.'s Van Ness neighborhood. Let's go live to the scene. WTOP's Shana Stulen. Yeah, we're at the uh, Cleveland Park Library now. D.C. police say Edmund Burke parents can come here to the library. It's going to be a reunification point when the school actually opens. But the school's still locked down because police are still searching for a suspect or suspects. They don't even have a description of the shooter at this point. They're looking in buildings, going door to door, trying to find who did this. We heard from one witness that the school building itself was shot at, shattering windows. Police aren't confirming that. They're also not confirming if the three people who were hurt, including one child, were in the school or part of the school community. I did speak to a parent whose 11th grader is at Burke. He told her he's safe on the phone and that when the shooting happened, all the students were brought into the theater. 
police are in the school with the students at this point. Again, no one in custody, no motive yet, and the area around the shooting at Van Ness and Connecticut Avenue is still closed off. Sean? Thank you so much, Shana. And uh, police told us earlier that several buildings are being searched, but the focal point continues to be the Ava Van Ness right there near the corner of Connecticut and Van Ness, where we have seen officers at various times training their long guns on the buildings. Meantime, the heavy police response is impacting the evening commute, as you would imagine. Here's WTOP's Dave Dildine. Hillary, several blocks of Connecticut Avenue Northwest remain closed. North of Cleveland Park, in fact, north of Porter Street and southbound traffic was not able to go beyond Yuma Street Northwest. The DMV Download Podcast is presented by Steamfitters Local 602. This is WTOP News. WTOP-FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP-FM Braddock Heights Frederick. 658. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Connecticut Avenue Northwest remains closed for the large police response between Porter Street and Yuma Street. Several long blocks of Connecticut Avenue remain off limits as police continue their work. Tilden Street and Van Ness Street are both closed essentially between Connecticut Avenue and Reno Road. Reno Road and 34th Street open along with Beach Drive. Wisconsin Avenue traffic is moving better north and south of Tenley Town. Dave Dildine, WTOP traffic. Your weekend forecast from Brianna Berman Solo. Mostly clear skies tonight and temperatures mild in the 50s for your Saturday morning. Looks like it should be a beautiful weekend. A few clouds in the mix for Saturday and a bit cooler conditions, but still dry. Highs in the upper 60s to low 70s. We'll be looking at 80s returning to the forecast for the first time in a while for Sunday. Plenty of sunshine, 80s Monday, rain for Monday night. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Brianna Berman Solo. And right now we still have sunny skies still warm at 73 in the nation's capital. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up, breaking news tonight. Three people shot in the area of the UDC campus in northwest D.C. One of the people shot a child. Police continue to look for the shooter. A shelter-in-place order is still in effect. Now, police are going door-to-door in those neighborhoods. Traffic all around that area still tied up. We'll have the latest from the WTOP Traffic Center. Also tonight. After a woman fell out of a window in Northwest, police now have named a suspect. I'm Shana Stulen. One of the worst days on Wall Street in quite a while. As the Dow falls nearly 1,000 points, the NASDAQ and the S&P down more than two and a half percent and the Nats get ready to play the Giants tonight at Nats Park at seven o'clock shooting in Washington DC I heard so many shots go off interest rate concerns and lackluster corporate earnings this has made markets a bit jittery Florida governor signs Disney government dissolution bill it's not clear who wins but it's getting more clear as to who loses This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. In the nation's capital, shots ring out and responding officers find three victims, two adults and a young girl. It happened earlier this afternoon in northwest D.C. Metropolitan Assistant Police Chief Stuart Emmerman. Our units are currently in the area of Connecticut and Van Ness conducting a search. 
for a suspect or suspects. WTOP's Megan Cloherty on the area where this took place. You have restaurants there, UDC, there's a private school there, a bakery, a daycare. There's a lot of life going on there. The three victims are in critical condition but stable. It's our reunification center. Uh, officers are still in those schools with those children, making sure that they are safe while we do that. If any parent or any uh, family member is in contact with a student who is not in the presence of the officers that are in that school, if they're in a classroom, if they're somewhere where the officers aren't with a larger group, please tell those students to come down towards where the officers are in the building, in the hallways, so that way we can get everybody together and that way we can get them safely out of the school and back down to the reunification center with the families. All right, let's get the very latest. Uh, let's uh, re- recap for you quickly what D.C. police are now saying this afternoon, the very latest about the shooting in northwest D.C. We now know that there are four victims, a man and two women and a child. The latest victim, we're being told, is a woman in her 60s. They also are naming a person of interest in this case, 23-year-old Raymond Spencer of Fairfax County. Police have posted his picture on their website, MPD, this afternoon and on Twitter. They say he is someone they want to talk to. What they were saying, Dale, was that there was this video that was been been out there this afternoon of, of someone shooting, right? And uh, Spencer has been linked to that in some way. Police are saying they want to talk to him about that, so they're doing that. They're also telling us they're trying to get some students out of that nearby school this afternoon, and so they're still trying to get people out of the area. So that's the very latest of what we know about the shooting in Northwest DC. Again, now four victims. We'll keep you updated on this as we go through the afternoon. 7.03 on Saturday, April 23rd. 49 degrees should be a perfect day. Sunny, highs around 70. Good morning, I'm Nick Ionelli. The top local stories we're following. A chaotic shooting in the Van Ness area of northwest D.C. Four people were injured after a man indiscriminately started firing shots from an apartment building. He then apparently took his own life as officers closed in on him. When bullets started flying around Connecticut Avenue in Van Ness northwest, the victims were going about their business. They were on the streets of the District of Columbia uh, when they were shot. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti. It just appears that this person was just shooting randomly. Uh, at anyone who was out there. Four people were wounded. Three of them went to the hospital. Later on, investigators found the suspect dead. Earlier Friday afternoon, they were looking for a person of interest, but by the evening, they called off that search, but didn't name the person found dead in a fifth-floor apartment in the area. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. I'm Luke Lukert. There was like a lot of shooting in a short amount of time. After the sniper shot dozens of rounds of bystanders, countless local and federal police swarmed the area looking for the suspect. It's always like police rushing toward the building with huge guns. Van Ness neighborhood, like much of the city, has seen an uptick in crime over the past two years including notable crimes in recent days. As well as what happened at the hotel a couple months ago and what happened in that same building with a lady, you know, fell out of the window. Luke Lugert, WTOP News. And D.C. police are investigating two other shootings that happened in Northwest yesterday. Three men were shot on Kennedy Street in the Brightwood neighborhood, and in the other incident, a man in a wheelchair was shot near the Tacoma Metro. And all this, this could have been avoided five. if he just didn't take his guns to town. <laughs> That's right. Again, great reporting there from the folks at WTOP. And if you hadn't heard of WTOP.com, and of course, they, they, they are streaming on all the major aggregators. I, I got I got to tell you, they've the, been around so long. I got to, you, you know, and Tim. What I, I was, is an aggregator? 
an aggregator basically means they're on all the major, you know, they, they also offer it. So it's kind of, you know, like, like, um, uh, they're on all the main, when I say that, I basically mean they're on, they're on all the other, all the major streaming platforms. Cause I've heard, I've heard Raleigh use the word aggregator, but I never knew really, you know, we're here, we're here. You know what? Let's look it up. Shall we live on the air? Alexa, Alexa, for the love of define aggregator. Aggregator is usually defined as a person or thing that aggregates brings together for more. Ask me to give you more definitions. That's basically what it means. All the platforms bring bring the stream together. That's basically what that means. Anyway, so by the way, I want to get more information on on that person who fell out of that window that that they were talking about. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, they had more news to do than the, than they knew what to do with. I mean, it was crazy uh, that I, day. I'm just I, wow. I just like last it. week when we had like all this new stuff happening on that one Tuesday afternoon. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I yeah. still haven't listened to that podcast. I need to check that out. See I want to talk about. I, I want to talk about that. You know, I, I, I wish we had an all news radio station here in the, here in the Tampa Bay area. I mean, we have something like that. And uh, while we, and while that was running, I had to borrow my mom's phone to do it with. But uh, I was I just got, I just talked to um, Gordon Bird at night at, at FLA. He's having to be in the be, be in the office. He was running Sean Hannity, matter of fact. And uh, Gordon told me he said, "Hey, if breaking news ever happens, we have a news department here. We're also part of the Florida network. So if if there's breaking news uh, affecting us, we'll cover it from here. And if it's affecting." Uh, other parts of the state will we'll, we'll broadcast it here. Well, 1470 actually tried to do an all news format back in the in the 70s. And of mm-hmm. course, it, it fell on its face like everything else that's ever been on that radio station. But uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, it's it's interesting. I don't think <laughs> I don't think Tampa Bay is a large enough market to support an all news outlet like T.O.P., well, uh, well, well, one thing I noticed too is news, any kind of news requires an awful lot of support, especially if you're going to be a 24 7 news station. News require, I mean, news just happens to be a lot of support, a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just, because, it just happens to be in the nation's capital where a lot of, you know, federal type right. stuff happens. Right. So it makes sense. Yeah, right. you know, and you've got like the the big major 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 markets have news stations, you know. But Lord, uh, yeah. yeah. But I don't I just don't think that even though Tampa Bay is a major market, I just don't think an all news format would work in that market very well. Well, 8 820 tried something like that several years ago. It was um, they'd be news during the day and talk at night. So they had news from I think like six o'clock from like five a.m. to like nine p.m. Eastern, uh-huh. and then and then they'd have like you know Dennis Miller and Red Eye and all these other shows the rest of the night. So, but so they were, they were you know now seriously bad. XM also produces a Fox News headline station, but it doesn't cut away from its all news format for breaking news which is the role of fox news uh radio yeah well don't get me started on fox news because i'm really upset with them right now this th- this is going to turn into a tim's tirade okay, okay i was watching then, t- then tell you what then i tell you what tim we're gonna we're gonna take a break 
because there's no we're not going to take a break we're just going to go with this because it's something that's on my in my head that i want to talk about for a second um i was watching um fox and friends on saturday morning their weekend program Mm -hmm. their weekend newscast Mm -hmm. eight o'clock in the morning okay right and they were doing it from talladega alabama which you know it's kind of cool that was a you know that's a nascar thing it's a it's a racing uh, a racing thing right mm-hmm. they had the race at talladega yesterday they had the race yesterday and i mean they were all over that and and everything and you know i i like that i like what they're what they're doing with that and it was it's very good but i don't know who produces that show but the bumper music that they used was just it it had a profanity in the bumper music that they used oh what do you mean and i'm thinking it's eight o'clock in the morning you've got kids watching this with their parents and you're playing a song with the s word in it they didn't bleep it no they did not bleep it and i just i just don't understand okay agree they're on cable i get it they're on cable and they don't have to adhere adhere to the federal communications commission rules but there are just certain rules that even though they're not written down or even though you don't have to adhere to them you you should think about okay who your audience is and yeah the 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 adults there might be liking that song Mm -hmm. but there are five-year-olds eating breakfast with their parents and they're hearing that yeah this is why I don't watch Fox. I mean, I, I mean, I, I watch our Fox channel, you know, for, you know, my court shows and things like that. But I, but I don't watch and, you know, I watch the, the Fox 13 news, which is the Fox channel here. But apart from that, I don't I don't even care for watch, watch the cable channel. The, the song was the boys down here. Which is the a song that. Here? Yeah, oh, the boys Shelton. around here. The, oh, which is a, right. Which we play. We play on mm-hmm. DPI. Mm-hmm. But we play the clean version of it. You mean the, you mean you put the two to back a two to back a two to back a spit that one? Right, right, right. But that's not where the profanity is. That's where I thought the profanity was too. But it's not. It's the boys down here. We don't take no. That's where you know, the profanity oh, is. Oh, okay. You know what? Okay, and. And, and I, they and, and, played the uncensored or unedited or altered version of that. The boys around here don't take no chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, spit. And I, I, I mean, I, it, it shocked me. I, 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 I just go, what? Number one, because I had never heard that version of it mm-hmm. before. I always, thought, I always thought that that profanity was where you said it was, spit. Right. But it's not. It's it, it's the other. It's it's in that other line of the song. That's, my bro, legit. Don't take no explanation. Lip is what the 
radio edit. edit. Yeah, don't take no lip, chew mm-hmm. tobacco. And and they did not play that. They played, uh, and I'm sitting there, and I'm in shock, and I'm going, my, my how how horrible is that? Somebody needs to be called on the carpet and fired. Some producer should yep. be called on the carpet and fired for playing that version of it when there's a compl- another version of it that is perfectly fine to be played. And and, and, and I can't and, and, and by the way, folks, I'm not going to play it here. No, we're certainly not. Because this show has standards. Standards. And we and same thing. We've got kids that probably Maybe hearing us have phones and stuff that right look at their podcast app and they go, huh, this is a good little show. I'm check it take a listen. I mean, yes, we do say the H word a couple of times, but that's that's not really, you know, like well, I mean, you know, they, hell and damn used to be profanity, but it's not anymore. I mean, people accept it more. Yeah, but I'm telling you, it, it's it, you know, when I heard that, I'm I'm sorry, but I went off, and that's why I had to bring it to the podcast because I just uh, I went off as a Tim's tirade. It, it just seems to me just. Uh, the standards that we have in this country, our societal standards are just degrading and going down, 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 down. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, this, you, it makes you mad. If you're of my generation, it, it makes you angry to hear stuff like that. Here's the thing. In South Park, they do the same thing. Oh, South Park. I can't believe anybody even watches that show or runs that show. I refuse to watch it. I won't watch that, and I won't watch uh, American Dad. You and me both, yeah, buddy boy. Much- because those are just awful, awful shows. I will tell you one show I'm into, though. It's it's Young Sheldon. I mean, oh, I, like, I just I like got... I just got into Young Sheldon. I know I'm late to the party here on that one, but it's it's a that is a fun fun show. Well yeah. written, extraordinarily well written show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and 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 but this goes to show they'll put anything on TV and call it good. They'll put anything on the radio and call it good. And and by the way, I was listening off, uh, off mic. I was listening to what you were talking about and talking about, and I and I um and I. Derek, who I used to work for over at Wannabe 105, he played that version. And I the, said... The, the, the unedited one? Mm-hmm. And I said, Derek, oh take that out of the playlist. He, I will send you a clean version to play, but you must, you must get that off the air. Oh, you told me to do this more station. I said, okay, okay. You do what you want to do, but when your station gets shut down, don't look at me. Well, you know, they're not going to shut it down because it's an internet station, just like they're not going to hassle Fox because it's a cable station. I don't care if you're a cable station or an internet station. You should have standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this, this is what I'm getting. I have, there's this thing on... Um, uber radio it's called podio podcast radio what is uber radio what is uber radio it's a it's a new thing that just started it's um it's they've got a whole bunch of like internet stuff 
Uber How do you drivers find this? driving around interviewing their passengers? Uh, yeah, there, there, there's an idea. There's a great <laughs> no, podcast no. right there. No, there's a there's a thing on there. Um, there's exclusive radio. They're all commercial free too. There's exclusive radio. There's easy radio. There's country music radio, which I found very very unique because they have a two thousands country station. Um, there is one called Podio Podcast Radio. I was listening to one uh, the other day. Well, what, wait a minute. What connection does that have to Uber? Um, it's. I guess it's. It might be something that the drivers might want to check out. Like, oh, uh-huh. the drivers listen to it as they're as they're traveling around, perhaps. Yeah, probably. But I was. Okay. Listening to, I, can, I was listening I can to see this. That. Yeah, I was listening to this true crime podcast thing, and they said the puppy. Uh, F word incident, and I'm going. I'm sitting here going, what? "Wow, what did you say on that you know, channel?" My 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 mind goes back to when 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 we were about well, okay. To and again, if you have if you have if you have that on in your Uber and you are driving and you have kids in your car, don't play it. Hello, yeah. <laughs> Do not and, let them hear that. And, and, you know, and that's can, the one thing I have to give Z credit for, you know, because it's always safe for the little ears. And yep. I love that concept because it's what everybody needs to do when they're programming stuff. I mean, it's, I mean, it's what we did. I mean, you know, ever since I, when I was in radio, that's that, those were the standards that we adhered to. And I think they're good standards. And I think, you know, that people have gone way too far over the edge using profanity in our society. I talked to Ellis this morning and Ellis said that unlike a lot of other uh, radio stations, unlike the XLs of the world and the 104.5 The Beats of the World, our format is different because we are, we're, as, 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 as we said, we're safe for the little ears in your family. So in other words, you can leave it on. Heck, I, I, I have a friend whose mom leaves on Z88.3 all the time. And her, her, uh, her daughter, who's also my friend, she's 24, but her youngest is seven. And every time her mom, and they have Z on in the house, they have it on in the car. In fact, her, this little girl is sitting in the backseat going to school and she, every time I turn around and she doesn't know that all the time, she, she, she always says, mom, can we put Z88.3 on? Her her mom bought her a radio just to listen to Z88.3 on it. Z has standards. Because they they're a person standards. station, that's why. Right, right, right. But that, that might be why. They have standards. You're never going to hear uh, expletives on right. Z programming. In fact, of course I, not. Of course not. I mean, they're in, you know they're a Christian fact, radio I station. They, 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 hey, um, hey, um, we're hey, not Ken, talking hey. about Christian radio here. We're talking about mainstream stuff. We're talking mm-hmm. about stuff that comes into everybody's homes. And and I I'm sorry, I didn't want to get off on this tangent too badly. You're fine. But, you're fine. You're but fine. I just I you know when I heard that I just it 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 brought up the it brought up the hackles as it were well and it, it, i and, and tim i was watching it i watched it that morning when it happened i was i was trying to find something something on tv and so i flipped past this thing it's, it's it's the top of the hour i believe it was at the top of the eight o'clock hour 
and I hear it. I'm like, how are you? How are you guys not getting fined for this? Well, because they're cable. Because okay. the FCC has no restrictions on 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 you know cable. What? It takes me back to um when uh, back when the, the Weather Channel was covering Hurricane Ida, um, uh, or not Ida, uh, uh, Hurricane. Uh, back what was it? Two thousand twenty. He's 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 something. It was North Carolina, that one that hit Carolina. Uh, Florence. Uh, Florence. No, 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 not that one. Mm. As Isaiah or something. Isaiah, Isias, Isias. Anyway, just yeah. suffice Isaiah. it to say a hurricane was being covered on the Weather Channel. We don't need to be that specific. Yeah, yeah but I, I remember um, back, in, back when they were covering the storm, I remember Mike said, a lot of the trees blanked. On uh, uh, the S word. I mean, I I'm like, uh, did you really just say that on TV? And that's Instead a shame because I have a lot of respect for the Weather Channel. They're turning they, forty they, years old. I think he, I think he let it slip by mistake because he was saying mm. a lot of trees sit, and I think he said a lot of trees. Oh, oh. Well, like, hey, you know, stuff like that happens. That 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 happens. But this, I mean, this was obviously obviously the either the producer didn't know what was in the song didn't play the song before he put it on the on the on the air or or just didn't didn't care just didn't give up <laughs> an right. uh, and i think it is probably the latter of those but uh yeah. it just it's, it's these are things that bother me and these are things that I see in our society. It reflects throughout our society, and I find it very, very up upsetting. Another thing before we get into anything else, and we're about to do some tornado coverage here, too. Yep. And I don't want our audience to think of us as the nattering nabobs of negativity. Mm -hmm. Okay, because that's not although it I mean, it seems like sometimes that's all we do. We do these horrible news stories. We do shootings. We do tornadoes. We do hurricanes. We do, uh, you know, all, all these different horrible news stories. But these are the things that are happening in the news every week. Yep. And what our perspective on that, and I'm saying this for our, our, our audio radiance, uh, that that um, we like to feature the radio stations that are covering these stories in their local area, in their local market, to get a local flavor of what mm -hmm. happened. That shooting that you just heard that we covered, that had a very uh, a lot of local flavor to it. It did. And you really felt like you were there, and you could feel the fear in that mm -hmm. just as, like as, just like what happened in the at the in the subway in new york last week mm -hmm. uh, yeah we, right yeah, you, could, you could it almost felt like you were there because you're listening to the local people talk about it you're hearing the people the victims uh in it and and mm -hmm. so we're not trying to be a negative talk show here we're not they did trying. the same thing with they did the same thing back when the Sacramento shooting happened at um, KFBK in ninety three point one. Mm -hmm. oh, uh, yeah. They were running a continuous coverage for about maybe a few hours. Same with El Paso when the Walmart shootings happened. There was K Fire that we featured uh, on the show last week. 
Yeah. You know, with the blizzards and everything. And yeah. I like to get that local feel for news, big breaking news stories that are happening. It's not that we're trying to be a negative podcast. I imagine there are people who say, oh, Radio Connection Live, I don't listen to that. That's all negative stuff. Well, 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 folks, what we try to do is we try to bring you the news from the people who know it best. Anybody can get it from CNN or ABC. We choose to bring you the local reporters, the local perspective as only a look. So if there was a shooting here in Tampa, we're going to bring we're going to have WFLA coverage if they happen. Mm -hmm. If there right. if there is a uh, if there's a snowstorm in Atlanta. We're going to go to WSB for that. If 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 something big happens in in Jacksonville, we're going to, go to we're going to have WOKV coverage for it. Just like you know, you know the 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 shooting. There was uh, I remember back I think it was twenty eighteen when they had the the Madden NFL shooting at um in, at the, the tournament that they were having back in August twenty eighteen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we, we we weren't here then, but if we were here, we would have covered it, because okay. that's what we do. That's what we do. Anybody can get it from see from 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 a satellite, and right? and sometimes they don't cover it. As I said uh, in the prologue be before the uh, the uh, piece that we just played, I was mm -hmm. listening to. Uh, I, I was flipping back and forth between Fox and CNN as all of that was being recorded, and they did not mention it even one time. They yep. did not even mention. A shooting in Washington DC it's as if it never happened so it's you know th these are perspectives that you get from this uh, podcast that you're not going to get anywhere else you and, know what you know you know I was I was watching the CBS News local feed in I think it was and, uh, and of course I had to include my friend Jennifer Kuiper in that. <laughs> I, I, that, that, that that's why that was in there Tim that's why that was in there absolutely for Kuiper and, I, and we, I would love to get Jennifer Kuiper on sometime because she is just one of the sweetest most wonderful cool people I've ever met and, folks, uh, and that, a, that's a why we do it pro I mean that's, you talk about a news pro what my one of my dream RCL shows would mm -hmm. be to get Jennifer Kuiper and Gina Jordan on the same show Oh, <laughs> now, and by the way, if there's ever breaking news in Chicago, we know where to get it. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. And yep, yep, yep. And, 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 and hopefully Jennifer will be covering it, I would hope. But well, folks the story of Jennifer is that uh, she uh, was working at WBBM uh, mm -hmm. for, I mean, she's been to WBBM, WLS. She's always been around Chicago. She's a Chicago, uh, well, not a native, but uh, uh, might as well be. She's lived there most of her life. And um, she was doing all news WBBM late at night. And I was listening to BBM a lot back then. This was back when I was in Daytona. Um, and, um, so I was listening to, and I was living on the beach side and BBM usually, you know, came in pretty well, Well, the way their schedule worked was she would do an hour and then she'd have an hour off mm -hmm. and then she'd do the next hour. So she would be, be doing like one, three and five. Right. Okay. Non-consecutive in basically. the middle of the night. So during that two o'clock and four o'clock hour, she had nothing to do. She was sitting there being bored stiff. And so um, one day I just happened to call her and say, hi, Jennifer. I like what you're doing. You're cool. And uh, we got talking and became good friends because I was <laughs> I was helping her, literally helping her stay awake in the middle <laughs> of the night 
Well, she had to wait for her next newscast because nothing ever changed. It, you know, unless there was a breaking story going on. For the most part, the newscast she did at one o'clock was pretty much the same copy that she would read at three o'clock. So she had literally nothing to do. And so yep. we got to be very good friends. And um, she was just one of the one of the nicest, sweetest people I've ever met. And uh, uh, she uh, has has done very well for herself. Uh, she was working at WLS for a little while, and then uh, she's now back at WBBM, and now she has the CBS uh, World News Roundup, World News Roundup uh, Late Edition, and uh, is doing that. And I can't think of a better person to do it. She's a professional all the way around, and as I said, just a, a wonderful, sweet person. And gosh, I'd love to get her on the show sometime. And and a big shout out, by the way, going out to um, Steve Kaven. He does the morning edition of mm -hmm. the Roundup. That, that started way back in 1937. Uh, it was uh, Edward R. Murrow uh, did right. the very first one way back then. And uh, he had what, we, what he called the Murrow Boys with him. This is way back in 1937. And since then, they've had Douglas Edwards host it. They've had the late Christopher Glenn host it with his booming baritone voice. Uh, they've had a lot of hosts over the uh, since then, but it's still the same. And the format has changed a little bit. Not you know, and now there's the CBS Weekend Roundup on the weekends, and now there's a late edition. And, a, and well, a I remember, edition. I remember the name Dallas Townsend. Yep, Dallas Townsend. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, yeah. but uh, but Jennifer's doing a great job up there, and uh, that's why we had to include Jennifer in that air check. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. This is Radio so. Connection Live. Okay, we go from shootings to a tornado. Right. Uh, again, watching the Weather Channel, as I tend to do, because uh, there's not much else on sometimes, so I like to watch the Weather Channel, and and uh, see what's going on with them. And besides, I like the Weather Channel. I like the people they have. They sound like they're having so much fun up there in Atlanta. I mean, they all get along well, and and they all just uh, click with Jim each Cantore. other. You know, and you gotta let Tim. You gotta yep. love Jim Cantore. Got to absolutely, absolutely. And they are celebrating their fortieth anniversary. I was always told that if Jim Cantore is in your neighborhood, you know it's not good. <laughs> good point absolutely i remember one time we had the was a tropical storm debbie back in 2012 i remember he that, was yeah. in live oak he was in live oak my hometown wow like uh, yeah yeah but mm. but i mean you you love the chemistry of all the of all the meteorologists. Stephanie they work together so well, don't they? And they have a good I time do like, doing it. I do yeah, like. Steph um, yep. There's one lady on there, Alex. I think is her name. Mm -hmm. She's really good. She's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jim, Felicia Jim Felicia is very good. She actually came from uh, Channel Seven in Miami. Yep. Uh, Felicia is good. Uh, and, uh, Sam champion, Jen, I love Jen. J Jennifer is good. Mm -hmm. Um, can't think what's oh, her last Jackie. name. Jackie's okay. Yeah. Jackie's okay. Yeah. And they all bring this, you know, they're, I mean, they're all exceptional meteorologists and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I'd, I'd love to get them on this show because, uh, I would like to find out more about radio propagation. 
you know, I, I'd love to do that too. And, and, and maybe there's a way we can do that. And of course you also have the local meteorologists on channel four, you know, John gone, chief meteorologist, Richard Nunn. He, he's the morning guy. I Rebecca Berry was there, but she's, but she's now here now. <laughs> she's here in Tampa now on, on, on the NBC station, Alyssa yeah. Padgett on action news, Jacks. Oh, I like her. I like her. And we and we we told the story about a million times. Alyssa does something that no other radio station, that no other meteorologist on television does, and that she'll say. Now, for those listening on the radio, here's what's going on. Yep, yep. She does that. She does and that very well. Mike Mike Burrish, mm-hmm. right. Tim Deegan over at First Coast News. You're right. Yep. You know. And I can't I mean, I, figure any of this stuff out because they're on like there's on like five different channels. It's so weird. Each one of those are on like there's channel fours on channel eleven. Channel, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's they're running the same newscasts, but they run different commercials. Right. And so as I was scanning through the uh, channels the other day, I noticed that these newscasts, like the eleven o'clock news, is on two different channels. Mm-hmm from about three different stations i mean there are i mean i mean what okay okay here, okay okay the reason for that is channel channel four and channel 17 are both owned by the same company okay same story applies with fox 30 and action news jacks mm-hmm. both uh and cbs 47 both owned but they're, they're both owned by the same company and first coast news which is on two stations actually the abc and the nbc channel are also owned by the same company. Yeah, I've, I've never seen that happen in a market before where, you know, the. Where the. Where, where, where I the, mean, usually what happens is one channel will run a 10 o'clock news and the other channel will run the 11 o'clock news, or one channel will run a five o'clock report and the other channel will run a six o'clock report. Uh, but uh, these channels up here in Jacksonville, man, they just Ooh. run the whole thing. And, uh, it, you know, they run a 10 o'clock news, 11 o'clock news, and they do it on both channels. And I think that's really quite a waste, except for one thing. Have, They're have, selling different commercials in each one of those. Now, the way it works here, the way, just, just a second, AJ, the way it works over here, or, or I think Jacksonville does this too, you know, Fox 30 has action news jacks this morning at seven o'clock because, and the reason for that is because the main action news channel, which is CBS 47 runs CBS mornings. And so what happens is what, what, what Fox 30 does is they'll, they'll cast the four thirty to seven portion of the, um, of action news jacks this morning on both the channels and then fox 30 will break away and have the like the seven to i think it's seven to ten a.m portion all all by itself and Mm -hmm. so what will happen is the parts of cbs mornings where there are local weather reports inserted they just pre-record those that air on 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 top over the national news so they can focus time on the fox 30 show same is thing that happens what's going on okay yeah the same thing happens and i don't now, know which is which because these are all scrambled because they're on the cable system so i mean you know i don't know what's channel, what you know what, now channel, channel 12 is channel four channel five is uh, channel six is channel something else and, okay you know so, okay channel four okay well, let, let, let me tell you what happens channel four no i'm saying it, on our on our cable on our cable well, know, our local cable system but here in palatka channel, that, channel four is an independent station okay so they'll have so they have news from four, I think it's from four to ten in the morning, then news at noon, four, and five. That's, that's that news for Jacks, right? The news for Jacks, yep. Okay. 
and then they have news at four, five, six, ten, and eleven, and weekends. But and but and there they also have local shows in between the newscasts. So they have a show at eleven o'clock called River City Live, which is hosted by Eden Kendall. Yes, the same one from Gator Country. And they have a few other ones. So I'm very familiar with Channel Four. AJ is AJ and I both are too. And mm. the seven to ten a.m. portion is called is is, is called the morning show. Mm. And um, they they've been they they they've been around for a long time. But anyway, but, but, but anyway, um, um, so you're watching the Weather Channel, and this has to do with the, with the tornado coverage. You're watching the Weather Channel. Yeah, I, you know, watching the Weather Channel, and then and they're doing this thing about uh, uh, you know uh, uh, stuff going on in Springfield, Missouri, and this is this is an opportunity for us when we're doing some of these stations to find markets and feature radio stations in those markets that otherwise we probably would never f listen to or, or think of covering. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I hear something going on and, uh, you know, in, well, what was it? K fire was, was in uh, what uh, North Dakota, someplace Bismarck, yep. was it? Yep. you know, and there was weather going on there. And I said, Oh, Hey, you know, let's check out Bismarck because we're never going to feature Bismarck probably on this show. So this is a, a way that I have of sort of expanding what we do here on the program. Mm -hmm. And and, right, and so, we're not nattering nabobs of negativity. We're really not. Right. <laughs> but let's go. But but let's go ahead and move our microphones up to uh, Missouri, and we'll listen to KWTO as they're covering tornado coverage right here on Radio Connection Live, the podcast. This is not a bad-sounding little radio station. I like what they did. This is a KWTO severe weather alert. All right, the very latest on the tornado warning that is in effect for areas just north of Springfield for north-central Greene County, southern Polk, and southwestern Dallas counties. A tornado warning is in effect until 5.30. This is a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado over the Morrisville area. And it's moving off to the southeast at 35 miles per hour. Bolivar, Pleasant Hope, Morrisville, Aldrich, Brighton, Fair Play, Halfway, Eudora. You need to be taking cover now. Move to a basement or an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. And also stay away from windows. If you're outdoors in a mobile home or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. We had a report uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, well, first of all, we had reports of golf ball size hail in the Bolivar area. We've had one report from a firefighter in Morrisville, the Morrisville Fire Department reporting a tornado on the ground. That was at 4.59 p.m. Uh, however, uh, we've had no further reports yet on that. And the National Weather Service says they're not seeing a debris signature on the radar, which is pretty common when you have a tornado. So they're going to wait to hear more before adding any more to that report uh, but nevertheless dangerous storm please take cover if you're up uh, highway 13 in the brighton area pleasant hope morrisville bolivar uh, and then over toward halfway and fair play uh, this is a dangerous storm that is capable of producing a tornado we also have a severe thunderstorm warning that continues uh, until 5 30 this afternoon and this is in effect Four. Well, first of all, the severe thunderstorm warning for northeastern Dade County is canceled. Severe thunderstorm warning remains in effect until 530, though, for eastern Cedar and northwestern Polk counties. Ping pong ball size hail, 60 mile per hour wind gusts possible with that storm. We'll keep you up to date on the very latest in this weather situation. I'm Don Luzader, KWTO News. No matter what you put on there and say, we don't like this, we don't like that. 
This one seems to me a little bit beyond the pale. It's obviously caused controversy now in three different states in three different years. Seems like a totally strange way to test math. I don't understand it all. But um, the other question then is, okay, if they don't put the lesson plans online, what is the appropriate way to make sure that parents know what's being taught? How do you handle that pedagogically? rural, urban, private school, how it was handled at their schools and how the proper way to handle it is. Because as we all know, this is a KWTO severe weather alert. All right. Again, uh, interrupting the Elijah Harshow to bring you the very latest with the severe weather that is uh, tracking just north of Springfield. We have uh, the tornado sirens that have been going off in the Bolivar area, Pleasant Hope, Morrisville, Fairplay, halfway areas, uh, because there is a tornado warning that remains in effect until 5.30, another 11 minutes from now, for central, north-central Greene County. This is north of Springfield. does not include the city of Springfield itself. Uh, we do understand that the National Weather Service is working on an update to take Bolivar out of the tornado warning. So the threat is just southeast of Bolivar right now. Uh, we do continue, though, for the moment to have this uh, tornado warning in effect for southwestern Dallas, southern Polk, north-central Greene Counties. Uh, in addition to the possibility of a tornado, two-inch hail is possible as well. This storm is going to be uh, continuing to track through the Stockton Lake area, Fair Play, Halfway, Aldrich, Brighton, right up Highway 13. The severe thunderstorm warning for northeastern Dade County has been canceled because the storm that prompted the warning has moved out of there. We do still, however, have a severe thunderstorm warning until 5.30 this afternoon for eastern Cedar and northwestern Polk counties. Ping-pong ball size hails, 60-mile-per-hour winds are possible with that storm in the uh, city of Stockton, Humansville, Bear Creek, and Dunnigan. Uh, so, the, again, the tornado sirens have been going off in Bolivar, however... Uh, the National Weather Service says it's looking to take Bolivar out of the tornado warning. The threat is just southeast of Bolivar now. and uh, But still, though, very dangerous situation. We've had reports of skylights and siding broken in Bolivar. Again, golf ball-sized hail, quarter-sized hail reported in Bolivar. We've had reports of a wall cloud spotted uh, in the Morrisville area at uh, County Road 153 and C Highway. Fire Department in Morrisville earlier, just before 5 o'clock this afternoon, reported a tornado on the ground. We've had no additional reports of that. Pete Dime Size Hill reported in uh, South 190 and East 455 Road between Bolivar and Halfway. We will get back on with the very latest information. I'm Don Luzader, KWTO News. This is a KWTO Severe Weather Alert. Hey, Elijah, how's it going? Good, Maurice. What are you uh, calling in about today? Uh, I believe it's the question of the day. Oh, question of the day. The Dan Bongino Show. I have to ask the left, have you been clear about what happened throughout the summer of the BLM riot? Weekdays at 2. Dan, what are you talking about? That's my point. You don't remember that, do you? Because the left doesn't talk about that insurrection. On 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Do you have chronic joint pain like in your knees and hips? It's time to think about an exciting new way to treat joint pain with biologic therapies. Regenerative solutions. I'm talking about QC Kinetics, now available here. Hey, it's Don Luzader. Lots of people here have called QC Kinetics already. They are the nation's leader in helping people deal with chronic pain with no surgery, no drugs 
no steroids, and no downtime. These natural pain treatments could actually repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints with long-lasting results. I'm telling you, Biologic Solutions help your body heal itself. If you have joint pain due to arthritis, lower back pain, shoulder pain, you need to change the way you think about pain treatments and discover the Biologic Therapies at QC Kinetics. Get moving again. Get your life back with no surgery and no drugs. Call QC Kinetics now to learn more. 417-221-4779. That's 417-221-4779. Regenerative, restorative, real pain relief. 417-221-4779. Behind on rent or mortgage, Missouri Safer can help. Missouri Safer for Renters provides payments directly to your landlord and utility providers, while Missouri Safer for Homeowners can help you get caught up on mortgage payments. Learn more about these federally funded programs at mohousingresources.com or call 833-541-1599. Apply today and stay safe in your home with Missouri Safer. Brought to you by the Missouri Housing Development Commission. The reasons why to hire a marketing firm for your business are obvious, especially when you are already wearing too many hats. The National Weather Service in Springfield has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for northwestern Webster County, southern Dallas County, southeastern Polk County, northeastern Greene County, until 6.15 p.m. Central Daylight Time. At 5.24 p.m. Central Daylight Time, a severe thunderstorm was located near Pleasant Hope, or 9 miles southeast of Bolivar, moving east at 30 miles per hour. Expected hazards include golf ball-size hail and 70 miles per hour wind gusts. Severe weather has been reported by the public. The following impacts are expected. People and animals outdoors will be injured. Expect hail damage to roofs, siding, windows, and vehicles. Expect considerable tree damage. Wind damage is also likely to mobile homes, roofs, and outbuildings. Locations impacted include Bolivar, Fair Grove, Pleasant Hope, Morrisville, Halfway, Olive, Elkland, Brighton, Foos, Marsh, Charity. For your protection, move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 6.15 p.m. Central Daylight Time for the following counties in Missouri, Dallas, Green, Polk, and Webster. Welcome back to the Elijah Har Show here on KWTO 93.3 FM AM 560. It's Thursday afternoon, and we are now ready for debate with a Democrat. Jeff Smith, welcome back to the program. What's up, Elijah? How you doing? I am awesome. Okay, so traditionally, we spend most of our time sparring over one philosophical issue, and we're going to do that today. This is where every all the... I'm Don Luzader. Some good news for the folks in the Bolivar area. The tornado warning has been allowed to expire here at uh, 5.30. It is being replaced by a severe thunderstorm warning. Uh, here's what the National Weather Service is saying uh, right now. Just seconds ago, got the update from the Weather Service. It says the tornado warning for southwestern Dallas, southern Polk, and north-central Green counties is being allowed to expire at 5.30. The tornado threat has diminished, and the tornado warning has been canceled. However, large hail and damaging winds remain likely, and a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued as well. The severe thunderstorm warning is now in effect until 6.15 for northwestern Webster, southern Dallas, southeastern Polk County, and northeastern Green counties. 
Uh, this is a severe thunderstorm in the Pleasant Hope area, moving east at 30 miles per hour. Golf ball size hail and 70 mile per hour wind gusts are possible with this storm as it tracks through the Bolivar, Pleasant Hope, Halfway, Elkland areas, Fairgrove, and Morrisville. So, again, no longer a tornado, and we will continue to uh, track information on a report we received just before 5 o'clock from the Morrisville Fire Department, who reported a tornado on the ground. We also had a wall cloud reported uh, in that uh, same area earlier, but no further reports of a tornado, no debris signature that the Weather Service has seen on radar following that report from the Fire Department there in Morrisville. But, again, uh, the immediate threat has ended for a tornado in these areas, but... Uh, we still have some uh, storms that are dumping some very large hail up to golf ball size and 70-mile-per-hour wind gusts as they track in areas northeast of Springfield. If you're heading up 65 into Fair Grove, all the way up uh, into uh, Pleasant Hope, halfway Morrisville, Brighton, Bolivar area on Highway 13, uh, this is still a pretty dangerous storm. So, again, severe thunderstorm warning for northwestern Webster, southern Dallas, southeastern Polk, and northeastern Greene counties until 615. The tornado warning has been allowed to expire for some of those same areas and at 530. I'm Don Luzader, KWTO News. This is a KWTO severe weather alert. Pretty good little radio station, huh? Definitely, definitely. KWTO there in Springfield, Missouri. You know, I've always, ever since I was a child, I've always been fascinated by, by the um, emergency. You know, we, we, we heard a, a little automated voice disseminating the, the information. I've always been fascinated by those things. Ever since by the, I was by the way, in order, in order to get that, I had to cut out the, the actual alert tone on that because it's illegal to broadcast that <laughs> on any on any medium that's uh you know where it's not uh actually supposed to be broadcast so uh, i can't i couldn't put the the familiar you know thing oh, yeah. on there oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. could not could not do that legally on the podcast so i had to cut that out but uh interesting that uh, they have a, a local uh, talk show there uh, that they're doing in the afternoon. Uh, interesting that they run Dan Bongino, or Dan Bonjovi, bon as we call him. And, uh, you know, just uh, they just sounded like a good, good little radio station. And we never would have heard that station if there hadn't have been the weather thing going on. This is my point, okay? This was one of the reasons why I like to do those things. Yep. That, that's, that's why we do it here on Radio Connection Live, the podcast, because to keep you guys abreast as to what's going on, because, yeah, we, we talk about radio, that's one thing, but sometimes, but sometimes, but sometimes there's times where we, where, we, where we have to kind of break format and say, hey, you know what, we got big breaking news here or weather information, and I got to thank AJ, because AJ helps us find the stations that cover yeah yeah exactly and and radio locator i mean every time i watch i'm watching the weather channel and i see something out there that that is interesting to me i go to radio locator and say okay what station's going to be covering this you know and i go into a mad dash about okay let's go down and see what station is cool and uh and uh so it's yeah. uh it's it's kind of uh, a kind of you know kind of an interesting way of of getting an opportunity to hear stations not just hearing stations doing what the stations do all the time, because mm -hmm. we already pretty much know what that kind of programming is going to sound like. 
But if we catch them doing something interesting or something newsworthy or, 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 or something, you know, and it all brings back to light the same question that we've talked about this on this show over and over and over again. You've got to have a radio. You have mm-hmm. to own a terrestrial radio so that you can listen to this stuff because if something happens the power goes down the snow comes down and the power goes out you've got your radio to listen and that's what we like to present on the program now if you guys if our listeners have a problem with this get back to me because you know sometimes i think maybe i do too much of that well, you but, know something, I, it's funny. I was talking with um, Scotty Davis. He, he works at US 103.5 and he, he actually has several radios in his house. He's, he, um, he, he does afternoon drive. He told me, he said, he said, he said yeah, Jamie, I have iHeartRadio, but it's no replacement for the regular radio. It's, it, you know, no app is a replacement for- I've got, I got an FM radio in my phone. My new, my new flip phone that I got uh-huh. the other day. I have FM radio in it. But I have no a, idea how to use it, but I have FM radio in it. But it's no replacement for the good old fashioned AM right. FM. You know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 Tim, have you ever wondered how those how the how the, how those EAS messages and things work? Uh yeah. Uh <sighs> well, well, uh, well, Tim, well, Tim, if you want to believe me, to- believe me, they are such a pain. For an engineer, if you are an engineer at a radio station, keeping that up to date and keeping it set up so that at any moment's notice, your programming can be interrupted Mm -hmm. at any time is a real pain to do. And it, it not only does it involve making sure the equipment is working correctly, but you have to fill out scads and scads of paperwork to send to the FCC every month. Yep. Because you you have to test that every month and you have to make sure that all those tests, you know, go the way they're supposed to. I know, I know very little about it, be honest with you. Well, guess what? uh, Dougie was always pulling his hair out over the EAS stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, check this out, Tim. Well, um, this is a YouTube video that I found about how it works. It's from the good folks at Tech Quickie, which is, which is a, a YouTube channel that I follow. And here's, uh, um, and here, uh, um, here's Linus. He's the host with the answer about how the EAS works as fast as possible. This is not a test. This is an actual Tech Quickie episode. And for your own safety, I recommend you do not leave your computer for the next five minutes. Of course, real emergency alerts are designed to warn you of things that are somehow even more important than new YouTube videos. But they've always been kind of mystifying with their weird combination of robotic voices and disconcerting sounds. Wouldn't it just be easier for a human announcer to get on the air and warn us of an impending pandemic, hurricane, or Godzilla attack? Well, no. The Emergency Alert System, or EAS, used in the United States is designed to get messages out as quickly as possible. And this is difficult to do without automation. I mean, in certain kinds of emergencies, like an approaching tornado, you might only have a couple of minutes to prepare, so there isn't necessarily time for a human being to scoot off to the recording studio, do a few takes, apply some auto-tune, then sort out where the message should go. 
By then, you'll probably be a couple miles off the ground chatting it up with the Wicked Witch of the West. And speaking of where the message should go, those three extremely harsh sounding tones you hear at the beginning of a warning work kind of like those annoying sounds that you'd hear from a dial-up modem. They sound like random screeches, but they actually contain critical information about where the warning needs to go. They're called same headers. And when they reach a TV or radio station from whichever government authority issued the warning, special EAS equipment at the station can decode them and automatically forward information to listeners about what the emergency is, which area it's affecting, and what time the warning expires. And since same code specifies specific geographic regions, you won't have to worry about getting that super important show you're watching interrupted by an EAS warning for Los Angeles if you're living in New York. The next thing you'll hear is an attention tone, which, as you can probably guess, is there to annoy you to get your attention. So hopefully you'll look up from your 3DS for long enough to learn there's a serial killer on the loose. So although many have complained about how harsh the tone sounds, I doubt they're going to be changing that anytime soon. Finally comes the voice that sounds like something out of your nightmares, matter-of-factly delivering all the gory details of your impending doom or maybe it's just a minor flood 20 miles away. It can be kind of hard to understand for some people. Again, the automated EAS voices were designed to make message dissemination quicker, even if that comes at a creepy cost. With that in mind, the US's National Weather Service has tried to improve the voice over the years, going from something that sounded suspiciously like old school Microsoft Sam a slow-moving storm system will move across the northern Great Lakes region today and tonight. To a voice that actually isn't that terrible anymore. Zone forecast for central and southeast Montgomery County for the rest of the overnight, mostly clear. Well, that's cool and all, Linus, but TV? Radio? Please, I stream everything. Why is the EAS relying on such ancient technology? Well, there are advantages to using radio to warn people. It's a simpler technology than the internet and is likely to be more reliable. If a major emergency knocks out power and internet service with it, you're going to be pretty happy you've still got that battery-powered radio. In fact, you can buy same compatible radios that pick up special frequencies that will automatically broadcast EAS alerts, but stay quietly in the corner otherwise. But if you don't want to do that, many cellular carriers are now broadcasting EAS messages directly to smartphones anyway, so you won't be left in the dark if you're just not a TV or radio person. And good thing too, because nothing ruins selfie time with your squad quite like hailstones the size of grapefruits. <laughs> there you go. So that is how the EAS actually works. <laughs> I found that and I said, you got to put this on the air one of these days. But that's how it all works. Then. That was excellent. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. That was oh, that yeah. was very cool. And it's kind of cool the way it worked in with with what we just broadcast here because uh I you know, I, as I said uh, and and uh, but the voluminous amount of paper. Sorry Marvin. You don't know that word, Marvin. <laughs> voluminous <laughs> Marvin. Wow. Um I'm sorry. The man insulted me. 
<laughs> and if you want to hear that, folks, that 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 was on uh, last week's show. If you want to, I didn't say week. anything, but I was doing a slow burn over here when he said that. At any rate, <laughs> at any rate, uh, uh, the the voluminous amount of paperwork that is involved with filling out those FCC forms, man, every, <laughs> every engineer for every radio station, and they have to do it for every radio station. If you've got, you know, if you're in a company with 10 radio stations, you got to fill out 10 of those reports and send them in. You also oh, have to every month. You also have to do it on TV. Yep. Yeah, I, I would hate. Okay, I would hate I would hate to have to be Z88 point point three they have so many stations in the z family mm-hmm. oh man I, I i bet you they're up all night filling uh filling those things out yeah i don't know you who know, their I get, engineer is but even wow. the music choice channels on tv oh yeah cable network the, the cable the cable systems have the same thing the cable systems are, are obligated to do the same thing if you're yep. a music choice channel you have to do it well, it's not just music choice. It's the whole cable system. The whole cable system has to be set up with EAS. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'll, yep. get, I'll get, I'll be listening to soft rock at night and sometimes I'll get woke up by me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, really? Yeah. And, and not only, not only that, Caleb stations, Caleb, Caleb does it too. But it air, but for some reason, it airs across the whole Caleb network, not just in whatever area it's in. They don't do it much, much anymore these days, but they used to. Hmm. Um, and and matter of fact, I never told, I never said this, but but back at URK, we never, we never, I kept telling um, our PD we need to buy EAS equipment, and we never bought EAS equipment, <laughs> unfortunately. I mean, I I I know you got to have like 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 some kind of a decoder that decodes the messages. Yep. Some other. And if the FCC of- ever came by for an inspection, they would shut you down yeah i tried to tell them to buy the equipment i mean i get it we don't have a lot of money but come on i mean there's a way there's there's a way to get eas equipment so what i would do i mean that is tied to your licensing Mm -hmm. and if they don't i mean if you don't have that equipment you you're not on the air and you're just very lucky that uncle charlie didn't come by and say sorry we're gonna shut you down and, uh, yeah, I remember. I remember the Bobby Bones thing that they did at the WSIX one one time. When, oh yeah, yeah, the they played whole, the ES tones. Yeah, when they weren't supposed to. And, uh, and that's act. That's actually. Oh, that 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 is a no no. Which is why I did not include those tones on this podcast, and I'm surprised that uh, you actually played those, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones did that, and oh boy, it got him in a lot of trouble. Well, and yeah. remember, a few years ago, we featured the thing where uh, WOWO had a had oh, a uh, had a thing uh, happen where they they were getting reports. It was uh, remember that thing. Well, I forget exactly how the it was. Hawaii, the Hawaii, Hawaii thing, the right? Hawaii. It was Hawaii. Right. And uh, they said, "Hey, you know the 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 bombs are coming or something." I forget exactly how that worked or what it Clyde was. Lewis but talked about it. Clyde Lewis talked about it. But yeah, but we talked. I mean, we we featured that on our show. But yeah, I mean, and actually, FCC rules dictate you are not supposed to play those EAS tones unless it is an emergency or you are testing the system. Right. Not as a joke. 
not in the news, not at all. Not ever. Not ever. Never, 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 never. And if you're caught doing that, matter of fact, my boss at, at URK saved my hide because I wanted to cue up the EAS tones and play them because we actually had a weather alert coming on. But he said, Jamie, just read the alert. Don't play the tones because we can get in trouble for that. So don't play them. And he, he saved my hide that day. Well, the only time you ever play those tones is when the EAS system is engaged. Right. And right. that's automatic. I mean, that's as, as that uh, little article featured there. I hope we like, don't get in trouble for playing that. Uh, well, we like, uh, like, for example, if there is a active severe sun, like if there is an active alert and the EAS tone comes up, uh, you have to play that. You can't you can't just bypass it. I told, you know, you know, I talked to. Well, I no, talking. you can't bypass it because it's, it, it is, it takes over the, the way it is engineered, the electronics of it. Uh, it takes over. You have no control over that. Once they send that thing down, weather service, uh, um, uh, you're, you are going to run that. There is no way to get out of it. There is no way to stop it. Uh, you're going to run it and it will it will override anything else on the air. And that's how that thing is set up. Mm -hmm. Z 8.3 does it all the time. In fact, Z is the official EAS station for the entire for all of central Florida. So so um, um, and with that, Z also does Amber Alerts as well. Mm -hmm. I found that out when I was talking to um, Atlanta Chambers. Atlanta is the evening host at Z 8.3. Because yeah, again, like her. yeah, because again, they're hyper local. They're really hyper local. And and what what Atlanta? I was talking to Atlanta, to Atlanta, and she goes, uh, "Jamie, hang on a second. I have to do. I have to do an Amber Alert." And so I had a chance to listen to Atlanta do the Amber Alert live on the air at Z eighty eight point three. It was actually kind of fun. To listen to her do that live on the air. See, so I well, usually I, that doesn't happen. Usually the system takes over and does that alert for you. Well, actually, Alana said the way the way they're the way they, they do it is they 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 read it and and if it's automated, they'll have someone step in and read it. And she said now when there's severe and she said Jimmy, have you heard us cover severe weather before? Which I had because they'll they'll cut off whatever music or whatever it is, and we hear. You hear the, this music bed, and, and then the, and then and whatever DJ is on will say, "We're watching a line of thunderstorms across Zealand Doppler radar." Da, 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 and um, and they'll cover that on um, on uh, Z eighty eight point three. Now Eagle Country. Now when Eagle Country was on, we they never even brought up the um, the um, EAS test. That they they had an EAS test, but it, but there was no tones in there. At Eagle Country 106.3. Tim, did you notice that? Well, that was just a test. Right. But, the, but there were still no EAS tones in the test. Well, the tone only happens when you've got an emergency. Not really, because I, I mean, if they're testing it, I figured, if, okay, I figured if they're testing it, if they're testing it, then you'll hear them, then, then you'll hear the, the tones. Well, I don't know. I, I'm I'm a little unclear on that, but and yeah, I think I mean just basically. I think the just when you're doing when you're just running the 
Um, and these things are mandatory, by the way. You have to run these tests. Mm-hmm. And when you're running one of these mandatory tests, I think I think the tone, the actual uh, attention tone, uh, does not run in those tests. The only time the attention tone runs is when there's actual uh, an emergency of some sort, an amber alert or what have you. And the the amber alerts, um, as far as I know, are also a part of that system. So if it's an amber yeah. alert, it will take over. It will not. It's it's not going to let the live the DJ read it live. Uh, the DJ has no control over that. Uh, it just it's on. And nowadays, in with smartphones and even flip phones, and you're going to find this out soon enough. As soon as you get your phone uh, up and up and rolling again, uh, I see this with flip phones where if you ever it, it, imagine this, it's two o'clock in the morning and you are dead asleep. Suddenly, you're woken up by beep. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that, part that of that. Happens that happens to me one time. I'm taking the battery out. <laughs> either that or that mm. phone's going to be a candidate for a good hard blow from a hammer <laughs> or or maybe a nice bath in the swimming pool you never know yeah uh yeah a bath in the swimming pool with rice <laughs> <laughs> it's all right well uh, we have probably time for maybe one air check which one do you want to do hmm well, this it's Radio Connection Live, and let's go up to WTRP. Now, AJ, where is this station located? Because I wrote it down on a sheet of, uh, of Braille paper. Huh? I do. I know I, know I saw it, but I just, I just don't remember. What to actually no, tell We will find out when we play the air check, won't we? Won't we? Because I don't remember either. Uh, it was such a horrible radio station. And, you know, this brings up the topic of good small town radio versus bad small town radio. And we have featured a number of good small town radio stations. We were just talking about Eagle 106.3, an excellent small town radio station. Uh, the, uh, the little station that Heather is on, another excellent small town radio station. But um, uh, then there are those other radio stations that you, you can just, I can do without them. Uh, and this is definitely a small town um, radio station. And it's uh, interesting because they do um, <laughs> the, the, the scourge of every, everybody who has to work in one of these things doing funeral announcements. Now, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm only going to play maybe because I, I heard this over the weekend. I'm only going to play maybe four or five minutes of this. I'm not going to play the entire thing. Um, and because it's just that horrible. <laughs> and you're going to see, and, 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 coming up, and coming up later on, we're going to talk about good small town radio. What makes a good small town radio station and, and what makes a bad small town radio station? But first, WTRP playing classic country from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s on RCL. Thursday, April 21, 2022, 7.03 a.m. Ten fires are burning this hour across New Mexico and Arizona. USA Radio News. Now, the latest from GNN. 
the Georgia News Network. I'm Liz Kennedy. According to a new study, the number of homicides per capita in Atlanta increased nearly 3% during the pandemic. The Smith family will possibly share some of those details when the time calls. I'm Liz Kennedy. This is GNN, the Georgia News Network. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Jack Bagley reporting for WTRP and WRLA News. Here's what's happening in the area today. LaGrange police charged a woman with aggravated assault after she allegedly tried to run over the father of her child Tuesday evening. In a press release, officers said they were called to the 200 block of East Cravat Street at 8.30 Tuesday evening to a report of a person hit by a car during a domestic dispute. And finally today, an Indiana man who lost his wallet at a baseball game last summer had the item returned to him after it was found right where he lost it, wedged in a seat at the stadium where he saw the game eight months ago. Brandon Puckett of Indianapolis said he noticed his wallet was gone last August while at a game at Parkview Field in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And he tried to look for it, but he had no luck. Earlier this month, an usher at the field was wiping down seats in preparation for season opener of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps when he spotted something wedged in the seat that turned out to be Puckett's long-lost wallet. The usher showed the wallet to a TV sports crew doing a story on the preparations for opening day. The crew tracked Puckett down on Twitter and made arrangements to return his billfold to him with all of his cash and credit cards still in place. That's what's happening in the area today. I'm Jack Bagley reporting for WTRP and WRLA News. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and carry on. This hour's funeral announcements brought to you by Strickler Hemi Mortuary LaGrange. It's time now for today's funeral announcements. Mrs. Ella Hardnett of LaGrange passed away Wednesday at Wellstar West Georgia Medical Center. The family will be at 1107 Park Avenue and at 204 Vine Street. Arrangements for the service for Mrs. Ella Hardnett will be announced by the Lake Stunson Robertson Funeral Home. Mr. Christopher Dale Chris Knowles, 52-year-old resident of Carrollton, passed away Wednesday at Tanner Medical Center in Carrollton. Quad A. McKibben and Sons Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements for Mr. Steve L. Saucier. They can't make the loss of a loved one easier, but they can make it less complicated at Striffler Hamby Mortuary, 1010 Moody Bridge Road, LaGrange, 706-884-8636. If you need medical treatment at the highest level and want care that's personal, turn to Wellstar. Visit wellstarhealth.org slash westgeorgia. Partly sunny early, all sunshine this afternoon, southeast breeze, upper 70s, mostly clear, low 50s for tonight, sunshine, low 80s tomorrow, clear, mid 50s tomorrow night, Saturday, sunshine, low 80s, Sunday, mostly sunny, high, low 80s, Monday, sunshine, highs in the mid 80s, then a risk of showers and thunderstorms Tuesday. Georgia Chief Meteorologist John Weatherby in the Georgia 811 Weather Center. Contact 811 before you dig. Fade temperature is at 57. Keeping you up to date with The Morning Drive on WTRP and WRLA. Midnight out in the moonlight, just like 
I have no idea how this happened because I cut that song out. I did. In fact, I even heard the splice <laughs> point for it. And for some reason, uh, for some reason, it didn't get cut. Anyway, so fast forward through this and then uh, we will continue on with the uh, air check. That's my fault. Don't didn't know how that happened, but it did. be twilight I'd Sandy Gregson if happen well okay <laughs> they just kept wanting to kept play, wanting music, to play didn't music didn't they yeah okay. yeah got the band in there today huh? I guess they did <laughs> got me anyway good morning and uh, one thing of note we are back we did this during the pandemic yes and then once we put the fm zone and pandemic mm-hmm. ended we separated them but we're back on both stations wtr yeah. and wrl very good excellent so playing the best country on the radio yeah one reason why we separated them was that wrla was classic country and this was top 40 oldies rock Mm-hmm. Sure. 80s, yeah, and 90s. Well, not the 90s, but anyway, some, some. But the 80s was uh, what 42 years ago. Don't remind me. <laughs> 42 years ago. <laughs> now my arthritis is kicking in. Appreciate uh-huh. that. I get was some, feeling take, good this morning. Get some of Granny's rheumatiz medicine. Yeah, I was going to go out and chase girls. Now I just... Chase girls? Chase girls. Now, Walter, what would you do if you actually caught one? At my age, not a whole lot. 
think they would kind of slow down. Oh, sorry, guys. I almost fell asleep on the air. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's Radio Connection Live, WTRP in LaGrange, Georgia. The sound kind of hokey. Uh, and I like country music, so that sounds kind of hokey. We should do the rest of the of this here show this way. I sound, I feel, uh, I feel ma'am, I agree with you. You know, um, I mean, I feel uh, like uh, what's the what's his name? I feel like actually, can you can you play that? Can you play a little more of that? Because they talk about all their translators and all the all the stations they're on and stuff here coming up in a minute. Okay. So keep uh, keep going with that for a second. No problem. No, uh, um, uh, nope. Um, I let me just actually. I'll say it like this. No problem, Tex. Yeah. All right. I feel like going with Pile. Yep. Tie one on. That's right. <laughs> Which is what I'm going to do after the show. Yeah. Well, I'm, <laughs> this, I'm, al I'm already doing that. Okay. <laughs> this. I've this here. I just finished off a beer during that last air check. I have no idea what happened to that Patsy Cline song. I know I cut that darn thing out, but uh, it didn't get cut. I don't know what happened there. That's bizarre. What? My uh, my software did not do what I thought it had done. So. Well, this here is RCL, and we're going back to listen to WTRP. And yeah, and you notice the levels are so uneven in that thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. The levels yeah. of the two announcers, they must not even be in the same studio or whatever. Uh, well, one's so on the phone, the other's in the studio. Sounds so. like it. I mean, talk about hokey small town radio. Good grief. Well, this here's why our did, scene. Why did you ask me to record this? <laughs> well, asked... I, I, I hadn't listened to the station yet, so I wanted to hear what it would. What oh, it... that'll teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, telling you, man, these 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 junior producers that we've got, I just don't understand. It just um <laughs> this here's RCL. We scrape and, and just kinda kinda let you catch them. They'd have to. <laughs> They'd have to. <laughs> They'd be walking at a fast pace and you'd be in your car, right? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh no, but anyway, we're back on both stations. D uh, w yeah, ninety-two point three and ninety-eight nine. Yes, so, uh, absolutely. AM fourteen ninety, and if you if you're listening to AM and AM six twenty, WTRP Lagrange, and ninety-eight nine on the FM, ninety-two point three down in Valley. And but, uh, I, I know the uh, ID of the FM translator. You do. What is it? W222CT. Okay. L uh, West Point, Lynetton Valley. All right. Well, yeah. I know you're impressed. I know everyone's impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm totally impressed. I'm yeah. totally depressed. I am. So that's, I counted about I counted about six stations. <laughs> right, that's what I'm, and that's why I wanted I, I wondered what AJ uh, might uh, give us uh, a perspective on this, perhaps. Yeah, they're all, yeah they're in Lagrange, Georgia, which is where Chris was when his uh, RV caught fire. Oh my goodness! Oh, you oh. and you know what? I seem to remember uh, something about, about that when uh, I was in Jasper that time. Because that's mm -hmm. fairly close to Jasper, 
uh, within mm-hmm. listening range of Jasper out there in the uh, in the Georgia mountains where there's absolutely nothing to listen to. I mean, even WSB doesn't come in up there. I was wow. freaked out over that. The FM doesn't come in and the AM doesn't even come in up there in Jasper. WSB AM and it's only like 60 miles away, 50,000 watts. I had the darndest time find, pulling in WSB when I was staying up there for that week. You know, AJ, what, um, Jasper, ahead, AJ. what Jasper is actually a, a city mentioned in the Trish Yearwood song, Georgia Rain. Mm-hmm. If you, as you may remember. Oh, yeah. Well, there are a lot of Jaspers all over the country. I mean, there's but Jaspers Jasper, a popular Georgia name for us, so. song. It is the is the city. Jasper mm. is the city that is mentioned in the song Georgia Rain by Trisha Yearwood. What a cool place. I, what, what a neat little place. I wish I could have lived up there. It was, it was, no, it was, you don't. No, you don't. 89.3. Remember? Remember? Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it was it was a charming little town. I mean, the people were so cool there. They were just great people. Oh, yeah. Mark oh, yeah. was a moron, but uh, they, were, they, were, <laughs> they were great. I liked the people up there and I liked the, the town up there. It was it was an interesting, uh, you know, interesting time. Interesting time for me. Uh, the, the, the couple of weeks that I spent up there, I, I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But at any rate, uh, Lagrange, I, I think, is pretty much you know right around in that you know in that listening area because I seem to remember hearing some Lagrange stuff when I was there. Yep. But uh, AJ, what's the uh, what's the story on this uh, radio station? How many stations do they have? How many translators do they have? What are they doing? Um, I didn't quite catch that, but I did know they had WRLA and WTRP mentioned in in that. Yeah, in that's that. two. That's that's two stations. I think they had one at what is it? Ninety-eight point nine. That was three. They had a translator. That was four, and they had a, a two AM stations. That was six. That's crazy. Two AM stations. Yeah, I think it was six twenty. Right. Yeah, yeah you're the, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then 1490 up there. And 1490. And I seem to remember that because that 620 has got a pretty decent signal. So yeah. are they all doing the classic uh, country format now? Or or are, are some of those on so. old, oldies stations? Yeah, yeah, or yeah, what? yeah, yeah, they are. They are. They are. I think um, I think all of them are feeding this, the, the, the classic country format. God, how horrible. <laughs> I know. But, but, however, that does lead us to talk about something. It's good small town radio and versus bad small town radio. Well, we've all and, heard great examples of good small town radio on this show. We tend to mm-hmm. look for those and, and feature them whenever possible. Oh, sure. Let's see. Let's see. We had Eagle Country 106.3, as mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. What, what, what else was there? Heather Country. Yep, <laughs> yep. There was KVGC in Jack. I was Jackson, California. That was K- a little station. KEOM, the little the little school right. one radio station. Uh, I am Country one hundred six point nine over there in uh, Gainesville. Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Which these I will are- be probably listening to in my hospital bed. Right now, these guys aren't really. I mean, I guess they kind of are small town because the uh, Hall Communications or WPCV. In Lakeland, which acts, which is kind of, which is kind of small town, 
Um, mm. Let's see what else there is. We, 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 we've done a lot of these um, over right. time. Um, and that's and that's and that's what we like to focus on here at RCL is the good small town radio stations. But it's kind of nice to hear something that hokey once in a while and let people know that uh, they're not all going to be that great. They're not, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, OJ 99.1. So you so uses the drug. So uses the drug meteorologist and got to give a <laughs> shout out to a weatherman that I've known for over 20 years, Mr. John. What should the weather be today? <laughs> no, really. <laughs> and actually, and I and I remember uh, la- it was last year, last year here at, here in RCL. Tim, I we were doing uh, Magic One Hundred Five Point Nineties, right? And and Tim said, "Listen at this radio station, and I want you to because." I, 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 I provide weather for play FM and that guy uh, and games. And, and that guy, I literally did it before we, before we even started taping today, but um, I, um, I provide the weather forecast for play FM in Gainesville. And, um, you know, I do that. And, t- and Tim, I remember one time I recorded Tim's like, do you got too many fours in the forecast? And so I listened, and so I li- I listened, I listened to John Weatherby, and then it kind of, and then I had a great idea. So that's how the forecast became. Your weather report for today: partly to mostly cloudy, high eighty-two tonight, mostly clear, low sixty-four tomorrow, partly sunny and warm, high eighty-five tomorrow night, mostly clear with a thunderstorm around in the late night hours, overnight low sixty-four. Thursday calls for mostly clear skies, high 85, clear night on Thursday evening, overnight low 64, something like that. But um, like uh, three fours in that forecast, but they were all numbers <laughs> because of the, of the forecast. So, of the temperatures, yeah. right. <laughs> right. Right. But, but you had you had three fours in your forecast and then you had another and four tomorrow, the blah, 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 blah. And then the four the next day, blah, blah, blah. So I said, there are too many fours in your forecast. OK, you know, for the, you right. started off with the forecast is and then all these other fours in there. And I'm saying, no, that does not work. Sorry. Let's yeah. have some professionalism here. So let's then, so let's do some back. creative writing. You know me and writing, 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 writing. Everything has oh, yeah. to be written properly. Radio, man. Radio. <laughs> radio is what we call it here that's in what, That's what Heather called it. Yeah. Radio. radio. You got to be doing a lot of radio. So I went back mm-hmm. and I, re, I redid it again. Mm-hmm. And I sent it, I sent it up to Gainesville and my boss, Troy, said, that's some good weather reporting, dude. You, you know, keep doing that. I, um, I like, um, I like that kind of weather report, right? Like that. Well, my favorite was WQDE, WQDE's in a remember forecast. That was my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah. But I mean, I mean, but okay. So a good small town radio station, it, uh, generally they're going to be, it's going to be a full service. So it's going to have music obviously uh, yeah i don't you, mind a full service radio station i don't mind funeral funeral announcements i don't mind uh local news and i don't mind local news that's done from a local perspective mm-hmm. uh and you heard a lot of that in that ear check do, i know some stations do arrest reports yes yes absolutely mm-hmm. well, in raleigh's case that's her news <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah, little that little station that she's running in uh, in uh, Miami, Arizona, 
That's yep. her newscast. Her newscast okay. consists. Her local newscast consists of the arrest reports. And I I which, wrote her an email uh, once. Which Miami are you talking about? Miami, Arizona. Miami, Arizona. Which station, like? Um. Well, she's got AM twelve forty, and I forget what the FM is. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up, and maybe and maybe we can get some air checks of it and play it next week. Oh, please don't. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. It's horrible. <laughs> the FM isn't bad, but the uh, oh geez, Raleigh, the AM, I don't know, man. Raleigh knows so much about programming, and yet she refuses to do it. <laughs> but what but, uh, but uh, yeah yeah but but your, but your full stories are generally going to be you know news weather maybe traffic in some in some yeah, cases i mean i don't mind that stuff that's good that is good small town radio when you execute it correctly but mm-hmm. you know when you get a, a a station like that you know that doesn't execute i mean at the least at the least put some pipe organ under your funeral announcements or something i mean <laughs> or, or yeah and 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 one thing that magic does is like magic church organ church organs what you need like yeah, one church, yeah that's uh, what i'm saying pipe organ that's what i'm saying yeah. and you can right, and right. you can put a and you can put a and you can put a weather bed under under uh john weatherby's forecast too you know right? kind of like what unshackled does. and and, 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 and has Unshackled has uh, kind of like pipe organ type music in the background when they're mm. doing their story. Mm. Yeah, that's an old Hammond B3, actually, is what that is. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, that's an old 60s Hammond B3. Oh, I love those, love those Hammond organs. But, uh, and, and with Raleigh, I, I wrote her an email once. I said, you know, I listen to your news. Why don't you play Bad Boys, Bad Boys? What you going to do under it? Because. Yeah. That's all what it you, is. It's arrest reports. That's all she does. It's what you, hilarious. What you, what, what she can also do too is she can she can record. She can have she can have bad boys playing, but loop the ding, ding. Yeah, that's what you, I don't know why she doesn't do that. It's like you know, I don't, it's kind of like it's kind of like what Bobby. It's kind of like what they do on, on the Bobby Bone Show. It's like it's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and like that. That that's what that's Bobby it, was now, playing he, top forty uh Friday morning. I couldn't believe that. Wait, 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 Raleigh Raleigh was? Yeah, Bobby Bones was playing top forty. Something like a Friday night or a Friday morning dance party. Friday morning dance party, yep. Yeah, she he was doing top forty. I was standing by and I'm like, wait a minute, does this this station just change format? What's going on here? <laughs> what station was that, by the way? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I think it was one hundred three point seven. Oh, oh, the Gator, yeah, yeah the Gator. Yeah. And I'm scanning by, and I'm hearing top forty, and I go, "Huh? What? <laughs> Is this another satellite thing, or what?" <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. He did Let top forty out. for several years before going country, exactly. Yeah. But I, but, 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 okay, honestly, okay. One thing I, one thing right. I love that Chuck Kramer does when he's doing his. Um, <laughs> Chuck has Chuck has a bed. Okay, what what Chuck does, and, and I like this. He has a he has a weather bed, you know, you know uh, when he does um eagle eye weather for North Central Florida, like that. And then he yep. has, and then and then when he's reading the news, he, and I, um he does a, a now a little sip of coffee with Colgan water, because <laughs> you know. And that's another thing I like. I like um, I like about, I like about Eagle Country that more stations need to adopt everything. 
And I mean everything. Everything gets sponsored. Is, yep, everything on that station is <laughs> sponsored. Even the water. Even, even the, the water, coffee. I loved it. I love even, it. Even the water. I love yep. this. Even and the that's water. A, that's a perfect example of how a good small town radio station should sound. What we just heard is a perfect example of what a bad, bad small town radio should sound like. And matter, matter of fact, can uh, like honestly, I I can see Chuck now. Uh, the studio door is brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The kitchen <laughs> is brought to you by. <laughs> the, our our insurance on this building is brought to you by. <laughs> but 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 oh, you're sure that's a trade out. You know that's a trade out. Absolutely, that's a trade out. <laughs> or I got or I got or I got or I got one. My ride home is brought to you, <laughs> brought by, to you by Uber. Yes. This this satellite bitch for for the the, the, the satellite is brought to you by. <laughs> but that's the point. Everything on that station is sponsored. Even the coffee is sponsored. Well, yep. sell it, man. If you can sell it, you gotta sell it. And something, and, and something, I, I was listening to Hits 106 the other day. I got to listen to Marvin do a remote. Yeah. You know, that's another thing. You got to do remotes. Yeah. I wish, I wish PLK would figure that out. Mm-hmm. Well, PLK is money. It, POK is, is, is an example of bad small town radio. And so if you never heard the station before, y'all, it's basically they they close the doors at 1130 in the morning and, and they, they don't believe they don't believe in putting a bed on top of their commercials, on top of their forecast. <laughs> they they don't. It's like they just run. What's, it that, and, what's, that, what's that format now they're doing? That's oldies. Well, PLK is oldies. That's 800 AM and 98.3 FM. And then uh, IYD is uh, 1260 AM and uh, uh, 104.9 FM. Mm-hmm. So they're... What's IYD? Is that country? IYD is classic country, right. Well, but but, which is why I... DPI came to be. The reason I put DPI together the way I did was simply I said, okay, uh, <laughs> What was that? Nothing. I was uh, uh, nothing. I was checking some. Go ahead. That was weird. All right. So I, I said, okay, <laughs> IYD 104.9, PLK 98.3. We're kind of right in between them. So we're going to do both of their formats at the same time. Hot hits, cool country. You know? Yep. And that's why DPI turned into what it was. And uh, besides that, I'd had that format in my head for a while and just wanted to try it out. We, Thanks to Heather. Stations, one of the stations we used to work at, it was 98 KZLA. No homage to the KZLA that was in L.A. way back in the 80s and 90s. Well, we were trying to bring it back. Yeah, we were. And uh, let's just say Tim didn't like the way the guy was executing the format and it didn't go so well. No, it did not. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, um, uh, um, something else about a good small town radio station, even if they use a TV station for the weather reports, the they sound the, the meteorologist at least sounds professional. Yeah, 
In other words, kicks. Why do I have out. a feeling we're about to? You're about to go into Alan Archer. <laughs> I just uh, not this time, actually. <laughs> Although I'm really proud of what um, of what um, Flagler Broadcasting uses for all four of its of its radio properties. They uh-huh. use a company called Precision Weather. And Precision Weather, they're, they're based in Syracuse, New York, and they provide weather reports for those radio stations. Now, a lot of the stations that I used to work at, a lot of stations that I did were small town radio stations. When I when I was doing the radio forecast network, a lot of them were small town uh, formats. One station I worked at actually had to um, I had to time into a satellite of all things. Um, and oh man, Tim, timing into those daggone satellites is the worst. Oh yes, because yeah. you lit because mm-hmm. you literally and you, you literally if you. But you know what I told you to do with that weather forecast for those small market stations was make them relevant. I did. I actually, I actually did. I would get so. If if they're having a, if the station is having a big event on Saturday, you tell them you you relate the weather that they're going to have that Saturday to what they're doing on that Saturday, and that way it's you know it's uh you know it's 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 seamless. it's like, it's like I'm part of the market. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, you're part, doing, like you're there, like you're sitting I there in the market that for play FM and Chuck started, I mean, not Chuck, uh, Troy, my boss started crying. Cause he's like, dude, you're in Tampa, but you're selling, you're here in Gainesville. I, I said something like, I said, I said, like, all right, it, it's going to, it's going to be a beautiful day for the Gator game. If you're going up there to, uh, to watch, to watch the Gators versus florida state <clears throat> go gators beautiful day at the game partly sunny skies high 82 degrees and uh for tonight we'll be watching some florida gator basketball um um and most of the clear skies things like that so I, I i made it sound like i was sitting right there in the market i even went as far as to plug what station it was going to have the super bowl <laughs> what, what well, tv yeah. station you can take. You can thank Heather for that one. She she gave me that suggestion. Thank you, Heather. Thank you for you. Thank you, Heather. Right. Um. Now, now, now. Anyway, I think it's about time we wrap this nonsense up. For we're just jabbering on here endlessly. For I no think that's good a great reason. idea. All right. So here's uh, what's coming. Here, here's, <laughs> here's what's coming up next week. We're going all. We're going up to Music City and listen to some classic hits. It's only a little radio station could deliver it. And then we are going to be. I wouldn't a, call them a little. I'd call them a pretty major market radio station in the middle of Nashville, like that. And they sound pretty good. They uh, mm-hmm. they've got a nice local morning show going on. And yep. uh, so we'll catch uh, we'll catch some of that. Yep. Also, uh, and I ha- and this is my homework for tonight. Um, have you ever wondered what uh, what the final hour and Tim? I'm going to send you two of these files. Um, and one is going to be what it sounds like currently. And then Wednesday is going to be what the, uh, the cutover sounded like. So I'm going to, so I'm going to send you two of those. Okay. Um, and, and um, recorded off the air, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to record it off the streaming actually. Just oh, kidding. 90... <laughs> Just kidding. 97. Okay. 97. Well, one, we need to record off the air, but when they make the switch, you need to have the stream running and record the stream at the same time. So that's we can exactly get the what whole I'm thing. going to. That's that exactly what I'm going to do. What I what I'm going to do, and this is going to be kind of cool. I'm Which is what be, I did when uh, Q92 and uh, uh, and um, uh, Q105 and uh, uh, 92. What was it? What do they call it? Oldies 92.5 or whatever. Which one? 
the one when in, they uh, made that when what, what Marvin was talking about last week about uh, oh yeah T105 and Oldie and uh, yeah. went to, uh U92 U92 right, U92 that's what I couldn't remember uh yeah when they when they did that I had two recorders running on that at the same time which was pretty interesting I that's don't have exactly that tape anymore that's that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna have the stream um so the first part I'm gonna I'm gonna record uh, off air. And then, and then, and then when the stream or, or when 97 went switch is off, I'm going to have the stream already uh, potted up and ready to roll. So is TMP still on 97.5? No, they're at 102.1 in Pinellas now. Okay. What's 90, what's 97.5 doing in Pinellas? They're running, they're already running 97X. Oh, they are. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That reminds me of when uh, WDIZ flipped over to uh, the she format and uh, DIZ and JRR combined for about a week uh, before they made their uh, switch. They simulcast so that people knew uh, to go from one frequency to the other. So that's a good I idea. That's that. a good yeah. programming idea. I miss, I miss when I miss when DIZ was real fun beach radio. No, well, DIZ. No, you're DIZ. I'm talking about the old DIZ in Orlando. Oh, okay, not the Rock not 100. Orlando. Rock 100 WDIZ in Orlando when when they were uh, competing with JRR, and then finally JRR just took them over, and then and uh, they went crazy for a while and put that idiotic she format on the air, which still is Gina's favorite format of all time. But uh, yeah, she loved that. She loved that station. But uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was an interesting time. Oh yeah, because, I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I. But yeah. So so ninety ninety seven point five is already broadcasting the ninety seven X format. Oh okay. Well, that's good and, thinking. Okay, and this is okay. So and I'm trying. I'm trying to. So TMP uh, TMP is on one hundred two point one. Mm-hmm. What's that? That's a translator. In Tampa or in Pinellas? Uh, that's in uh, that's in Pinellas. Okay, one hundred two point one's in Pinellas. Huh? One hundred two point one's in Pinellas. I thought they right. were in Tampa. No, that if if if, if that were in Tampa, that's that's a little powered FM station. Okay. Uh, it it um it runs Mason Dixon's faithful road format oh yeah okay mm -hmm. yeah right um yeah it is it is mason dixon's uh the faithful road uh programming yeah and um that's and what q105 hd3 no that's actually a, a low power fm station at 102.1 down here well it used to be q105's hd one of q105's hd channels they still have that too that's 104.7 hd2 the faith which oh, okay is, which, which is a Christian uh, HD Two uh, feed. channels. I'm surprised you huh? and Mason never got together, man. You guys, you guys get along pretty well. Well, I mean, I I wanted to meet him. Even though Mason I, is a bold faced liar. <laughs> you still, you still haven't gotten over that. Over you still, mm. you still haven't gotten over. You still haven't no. gotten over. You still haven't but his, gotten, his uh, wife, gotten, gotten his wife Pat is just one of the most wonderful, lovely people you've ever want to meet in your life. She is just a beautiful person. She is just fun. 
She's just oh, yeah. a radio freak and just just sweet as she can be. Well, of course she's a radio freak, uh, freak Tim. She's married to Mason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, um, I, I scratch that. She's married. She's married to Jimmy Lee Crawford. Right. She's yeah, right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But Pat, yeah, so, Pat was nice to me. Mason, well, yeah, Mason made yeah. me a lot of Mason made me a lot of promises that he never came through on. If I get okay, okay, okay. Right. If I get Mason on the on the air, you're gonna be so surprised. Uh, yeah, I, I'll probably avoid that show. <laughs> <laughs> but next week again, we're gonna we're gonna be listening to the to the final days of ninety seven X at ninety seven point one, recorded off air, mind you. Then I have then, 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 and then I'll cut over to the stream so we can hear what it sounds like at its new homes. Or, It'll be interesting uh, to see what they put on that signal. Yeah, and and and, and I we, mean, if they said, don't go with the Spanish format right away, it will be interesting to see what they put on that signal. Well, Tim, don't forget we we've said it many times. Sometimes the stunting is, is better better than the, than the format. Well, in this case, it's definitely better than the format. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and. And by the way, if you need if you need help figuring out where 97X is here here on the FM dial here, okay. Remember 97.5 if you're in Pinellas. And okay, imagine imagine 97.5 is the is the apartment. It, uh, imagine this thing 97X like an apartment complex. Okay. Uh, uh, 97.5 is is um is on the first floor. 94.9 HD2 is second floor. 101.5 HD2 is third floor. And streaming is on the fourth floor. Hmm. It's th that I, I think that's a good way to describe it, right? I guess. I guess mm -hmm. one hundred two point one is on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Fun fact. Well. Fun fact. When one hundred two point one has to be on the roof because it doesn't have a signal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Literally, one hundred two point one. Their antenna is on the roof. <laughs> literally on the roof. <laughs> I would I would love to see how a translator works though. I would love to see how a translator works. But before we go, really just another FM transmitter. Oh, that's what it is? Nothing but an FM transmitter, right? And a bunch of equipment. Just a yeah. small a, a 250 watt FM transmitter. That's all a translator is. Really? Well, before we go, it's time for a tip from your better radio bureau. If you are broadcasting programming on a translator, it needs something to feed off of. And, <laughs> if, and, it, and if the AM station isn't actually broadcasting, then don't say it is in your legal ID. Mm. And this has been a tip from your or better, better radio, radio bureau. bureau. Yeah. Which honestly, we should we should actually make those uh, pieces. Oh, we used to. We used to make them all the time back in the seventies. We call it, we'd do them, and when a radio station would be screwing something up, and we'd we'd make a tip from your better radio bureau, and then we'd call them up and we'd play it on the phone to the station. Oh Lord! And they hated us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm also gonna I'm also gonna try to get Jeff Lawrence on the show. Of course, after I probably scared him, I probably scared the poor man to death with um, the Lester uh, brothers. Lester brothers, yes. We, uh, you, you, you. we use and abuse. We use and abuse used cars. The Lester brothers use abuse used cars. That's right. Sixty seconds or sixty feet, whichever comes first. If it falls apart, <laughs> you owe both halves. We're not gonna charge you any extra for that other half. You know, we could charge you double if we wanted to, but we're we're we have we have standards here at Lester Brothers Use Abuse Use Cars, and we're not gonna charge you extra for that other half of a car, even though it doesn't belong to you. It still belongs to us. And by the way, don't forget we don't have brakes 
in our cars because, hey, that's the brakes when you buy one of our cars. And all of our cars are parked at the top of the hill so that as a result, it will, in fact, make it through the 60 seconds or 60 feet, whichever comes first. <laughs> that might be why when I wrote the Lester Brothers. And yeah. that, that was the bit. Those were the bits that we went on DAE with. Right. <laughs> And and Jeff, poor Jeff. I mean, he he, he just yeah. God. Oh man, oh he man, had so we're much gonna, fun. That was gonna, such a great radio station, man. Plow had such a good idea when they put that station together. It was uh, Plow Broadcasting from Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, at the time they had six ten WTVN. We're talking seventy eight vintage right. <laughs> here, and I mean they had the just the coolest radio station a great adult contemporary format with Amen. great music but the jocks had a lot of freedom to play and they loved phone calls in the middle of a music show if you called up with something crazy creative or fun they they would record every call that they got just like i said when when mason you know hey we're trolling for calls that's what we're doing we're sitting there trolling for calls and we get a good uh-huh. one we're gonna put it on the air you know and yep. and that's what that's what they did and jeff lawrence was great at that and uh, i mean they all were they were all great and they just they loved the lesters they loved the lester brothers <laughs> although although writing that email probably gave poor jeff nightmares uh, no doubt no and he's doubt. probably he's probably i mean i mean look at this way look look, look this way he's voicing medicare yeah right yeah. which which, love- which 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 in itself makes me actually you heard you heard him in that in that one bit at uh on uh on uh trp well, he's doing vlg stuff too i mean you yeah. know yeah yeah so, I mean, and well. if, you, if, you, if you've never been seen it he's got this nice studio up in north carolina on the top right, of the mountain up there yeah right literally, mm-hmm. literally yeah, yeah. And we're 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 gonna work to get him to get him uh, here on RCL. Trust me. Oh, I'd uh, love to talk to Jeff again. I would love to talk to Jeff again. He's a great guy. Oh yeah, Jeff and John Young. Yep. Yeah, and by the way, uh, John Young, John Young actually retired. A lot of stations aren't using him like they uh, used to. He, yeah, I mean, he's, he's get he's. I mean, I mean, a lot of stations now are looking for younger talent. It seems, um, you know, but um. Yeah. All right, y'all. She paid me a great compliment the other day. She said, How old are you? And I told her, and she says, Oh, you don't sound 71. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, Well, thank you. That's because I still have my my natural teeth. When what happens with with, with people is they get uh, false teeth, and then when they get false teeth, they can't talk anymore. Oh, their enunciation is not as clear. So you can always tell. You start talking like this all yes. the time. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, your teeth talk- are slipping again. Hey, hey. Anyway. Yeah. I was watching, and before we go, I was watching, I was watching the Golden Girls once on, on Hallmark Channel. It was oh, the I very first show. I know. But uh, I uh but hate um, that stupid show. But Sophia, so so Sophia comes to the house because all Dorothy Blanchard and Rose were already there. And Sophia goes, Yeah, Shady Pines burnt down. And and, and, and the guy goes, that's terrible. And she goes, not for me. You know what they did? They set up the, they set up the fire alarm in a retirement home. Who can rush? Half, yeah. half, half the patients are in wheelchairs. Half the patients can't get out of their chairs. And then, um, and then you got sirens going off like crazy. Do, uh, don't you know what that does to hearts that only beat a few times a week? It ain't pretty. <laughs> that happens around here all the time when the smoke detectors go off all at once. 
Oh, you know, uh, and we'll, we'll probably talk, talk, talk about this one day. The, mm-hmm. has, has, I wonder if there's ever been, a, been an incident where the fire alarm, where the fire alarm mm-hmm. goes off in the studio on a radio station. You know what our audience is doing right now? <laughs> then that's probably our cue. <laughs> that's probably our cue. Folks, we're, well, folks, if you love what we do, like us on Facebook. Hit us if up you on love Twitter, what we do. If you yeah. can stay awake for what we do. <laughs> but uh don't worry but, but and if you missed any of that john will uh john will be here to, to give you to give you the information right. just shortly right. man looking looking forward to next week also next week we're going to be rebroadcasting 104.5 the flame versus i think it was 99.1 the beat in panama city uh because we had we had a, um we're going to do it this week but of course breaking news kind of forced the issue right. uh so anyway folks have yourselves a great one We'll see you next week. Hopefully, Preston will be, will be back, and I'm pretty sure um, he'll have more to share with us. But until then, as always, together, together, let's, let's keep, keep radio, radio alive. alive. See you next week, guys. Later. Thanks for listening to Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Radio Connection Live is produced by JT Productions in association with Air Jackson Associates. Executive producer and creator, Jamie T. Production assistance provided by Tim O'Connor. Ashley Lynn is our social media princess. With assistance from Preston Gaylor and Chris Newsbaum. AJ Bowen is our news contributor. Special thanks to the good folks at RadioInsight.com as well as InsideRadio.com for our news nuggets. We're in touch, so you're in touch. We invite you to contact us. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. You can also email rclthepodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to join us again next week for another fast-moving edition of Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Until next time. This is John Williard saying, together, let's keep radio alive. On the wrong end of the highway, when the long night has no end, when there's no one there beside me, till I hold you once again. Thank God for the radio. When I'm on the I'm far from home, feeling blue. Thank God for the radio, playing all night long, playing all the songs that mean so much to me and you. There's a song that we first danced to. There's a song they played the night we met And there's a song we first made love to That's a song I'll never forget So thank God for the radio When I'm on the road When I'm far from home Feeling blue Thank God for the radio Playing all night long
so much to me and you Is driven by Anchor Podcasting on the web at www.anchor.fm. And even though Jeff Lawrence runs the other way whenever he hears us say it, this is RCL. <laughs>